and welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner and I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. I'm also here with James Farley. Hello. No Sean though, again this week. His child seems to be playing up. So, uh, I mean, to be fair, we all know exactly what that's like. And uh, I don't blame him, to be honest with you. Podcast is has little meaning when, when that shit's going down. When it gets bad, it gets bad. We send our love, Sean. How are you, James? All right? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, not too yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah, are you ready to get back into the swing of things? Uh, kind of, yeah. I mean... But you've missed this, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. No? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know. Well, you got... It's been all right. Just, I mean, I've listened... I, so the thing is, I listened to the two shows that you did. And so you've got your notes in front of you, have you? Well, I've got a couple of things. But, I mean, to be honest, I mean, last week's show was genius, and I really enjoyed it. And I thought well, it was. We'll come to that. I, I enjoyed <laughs> we'll that, to that a great deal, particularly the elongated awkward silences was my yeah. favourite bit. Loved that. It was it was very awkward, and I just love that sort of thing. The week before <laughs> yeah. that, though, uh, it was all right. Nothing special. It was it was fine. I mean, what's wrong with that? Well, do you want me to give you my like overall like of what I thought of the whole thing? Like you know, I mean, because the thing is, is the main thing was obviously the news hasn't been great over the last two weeks, you know, because nah. you know I've not been able to do it. And but I mean, to be fair, there hasn't been. It's been a bit thin on the ground, isn't it? There's not been that much around. And I thought that Sean made a reasonable go of it, but your attempt was embarrassing. Like, I mean, you didn't even bother. You, you just didn't. I don't, seem get, to I care. don't give a fuck. It's not my job. I know it's not my job. Care. Yeah, but that's not fair because when I'm okay. There's lots of things that are not my job, but I still have to do it. And then if I don't do it properly, you go right, mental. Well, try, try, the, try the editing and see how you get on with that. Well, no, okay. I bet, bet it be fucking shit. I, mean, I, want, I wonder who, because Sean's not here today, I wonder who's going to have to do emails and tweets. You know, it's like, obviously it's going to be me. And then you're yep. just going to moan at me about it. And it's so, it's, you know. I mean, do you, do you, do you want to edit next week? James, because uh, it took me ages last Look, week. David, it's fine. It's obviously fine. I mean, I think you did a good job with the edit. I mean, you know, if you're going to Thank invite, you. if you're going to invite Capone on, you know that you're going to get something. You know, something like that's going to happen. Probably, it's kind of inevitable. So you did bring it on yourself a little bit. But- I, I must admit, I was surprised because I have podcasted with him a lot, and it, I suppose the difference is that he edits when usually edits when he podcasts with us. And and last week he decided that there was this weird rule where he wouldn't edit any show that he's on. I also mm-hmm. definitely mentioned the headphones last week because I I know you've done so many times, Adam. Uh, yeah, I'm totally totally. Down. He sent he sent a a screenshot of his audio file and I was like, Whoa, there's a bit of background noise in there. Can you just turn your mic down a little bit? Nothing. Like just come back through, just fucking ignored that <laughs> advice. Um but but either the, way, the, it was good. Yeah. I mean I enjoyed the Capone one. I mean the only other thing I got which is a bit annoying is the Streets of Rage two stuff, you know, you were talking about that and that that it didn't really annoy me because it's obviously the game is of its day and you know, like Matt saying it was fine and all that, but because the thing is, you're not playing it in the right environment, and it's like that you had no appreciation at all of the music like that was going on, which is one of the best soundtracks like in any game ever. There's no nothing to that. You didn't even notice good. any of that. Oh, all right, well, did, it, James, did you list out all of the seventies uh, and eighties? What was it? Eighties <laughs> action the, films. The, that no, no, I mean, it's fine because I mean, like, I, it's 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 like everything else. You know, the, there's loads of things like this which are you know they're really of their day. And if you were there at the time, and it's like, yeah, this is still good, but it still plays really well. I still would stand by the fact that it still plays like it's a very solid game to play. Still, like in the same way that like Street Fighter Two is, you know, you still play that. You can still play this as well, like better than a lot of newer releases as well but it is it is a shame that we didn't we couldn't finish it because we were very close to the end with that and yeah uh, that, that's that's going i would like to try it again just because i don't want to get that close to the end would you it. would you really or are you being nice no i know only because i don't 
we're literally like a stage in it, a stage from the end. So I want to get it finished. Yeah. But also, I mean, one of the other things weird <laughs> things that, you said, James, what was that noise for? Yeah. Well, no, one of the other things that you was don't weird believe was, him, was, no, no, well, I don't believe him. No, but there was, also, <laughs> there was also that other thing where you were like saying how I'd said, I'd hinted that it was bugs in the original game that were causing this. I, I never thought, hinted I anything of the song. Of course I didn't imply that. It's nothing okay. to do with that. It's just rubbish netcode, you know, from whoever's done the emulation or whatever. It's, oh, it just seemed like a really weird bug. But yeah. Anyway, but apart that from that, I, I can't really remember anything else that was, like, really glaring that really annoyed me, actually. I mean, they were generally pretty solid episodes, and the, the second one made me laugh a lot. It was good. Yeah. Thanks. Um, yeah, The. I mean, my favourite thing... I, I, I mean, let me just say this right out, right now, right... Every time I've met Capone Adam, he's been like that, right? And he's one of the funniest people I know, like genuinely. I mean, I'm pretty sure he plays up to it a bit, right? But it just, honestly, I listened back to the show about four times last week because I I just love his reactions to everything. Um, There's one thing that I like more than him on the show. It's the feedback we get about him. And this has been, we've had, what is it, Matt, like, Nine years of Capone Adam on podcasts that we've been doing, like from yeah, uh, Joypod through easily. to. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it must be over that. I mean, because um, yeah, I mean, me, me, you and him was like seven years ago, I think. Oh God, yeah. So right, way before that, then. Um, and and uh, it's always been the same. It's always been the same. It's been an almost fifty-fifty split of people saying, "I hate him." get get him off the show don't let him on the show ever again to people saying that is the funniest episode i've ever listened to right it's always been the same and you know it's not on you if you don't like him it's not the you don't get the joke mate if you don't like him you don't like him whatever and he's not going to be on all the time but we've got to have him on again because i I just it was so fun to record last week yeah it's great well by the time we finished i i like had a, a, a ache in my stomach like the old days Matt like the old blog TV days yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. it was brilliant but do you want to go through the feedback should we hear what yeah, the listeners I mean, thought we've, we've got a lot but it is worth going through uh, Christopher Cleveland we'll start with his email hi there guys you really have should you really have should have put a warning I fucking asked that again you really you should really have put a warning on last week's show to protect your listeners while driving home from work every Wednesday I spend that time listening to the computer game show but halfway through last week's episode I had to stop driving because I needed both hands to wipe away my tears of laughter Adam Capone is an incredible guest and hearing both Dave and Matt trying to get him more engaged or explain his points more clearly was like getting blood from a stone the awkwardness, the silence, the gems of quotes from Adam was incredible. The subtle giggles turning into big belly laughs thanks to David and Matt grilling the poor deadpan guest. <laughs> but at about an hour in, the thing that broke me was Matt asking Adam about Fortnite, followed by a sentence being uttered in a monotonous tone. I'm not being racist. A ridiculous oh, sentence. Well, do you, I mean, it, well, I could feel the tension when he actually said it because I was like, okay, all right, yeah. let's... I do get genuinely scared when he says that sort of stuff. Well, like, yeah, oh, okay, but he's never been like... He's never been like insanely offensive oh, no, like, no, out of nowhere, but there's that risk, isn't there? Because you just never know what's going on in his head. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Chris continues, um, a ridiculous sentence and often followed by incredible and awful revelations about that person. However, had Adam's tone been more energetic and offered gems of knowledge throughout the pod, this would have led me 
to jump straight into horrific thoughts about what he plans to say next. Instead, I merely could not stop laughing at the complete nonsense I would have spouted next to Madam. I had to stop driving. I could not see through tears of laughter and pulled up at McDonald's. I turned off at the podcast and began to wipe, began to wipe away the tears while laughing a few minutes. Suddenly, a knock on the window. I rolled down the window, not thinking of the state I was in, as I had some red eyes and tears probably still going down my cheeks. She asked, You alright, darling? To which my only response was, Yeah, I'm listening to a podcast. She looked at me <laughs> odd, said, Okay, but as long as nothing's wrong, and then walked away. While I appreciate the sincerity of this person trying to see if I'm alright, I also feel like a complete twat, so thanks for that, guys. I still have another hour and 40 minutes of driving, and so for my own safety, please uh, warn listeners in future. <laughs> I mean, that might be the best email ever. <laughs> yeah, uh, Steve, Steve Garrett follows on. Uh, so I'm on a holiday in Mexico at the moment, and I've got the shits. Uh, thanks, Steve. Uh, I, it's silly o'clock in the morning over here because I'm running to the toilet constantly. Uh, I download the latest show and I'm listening to it in bed with my wife asleep next to me. I'm trying so hard to stifle component induced laughs in fear of waking the missus up. Strain becomes too much, and I suffer what can only be described as seepage. Thank you. TCGS, you remember some new underwear. I mean, we, we, we got so much, so much feedback. I'll do some some quick fire stuff just to show you the uh, the style of feedback we've got. Yeah, um, a broad range of them. A broad yeah, Sergeant range. Stangrov. My word, that should have been a two man show. Painful isn't the word. Uh, however, Capone just redeemed himself by mis- mentioning Mister Wacker from School Days. Um, David Forrest. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, and then David Rush. Uh, the performance piece by Capone Adam elevates the computer game show to a level of contemporary art performance. If it is nominated for a Turner Prize, it should at least have its own listening room in the Tate Modern. Uh, David Forrest. This week's show is actually painful to listen to. Don't know if I can tolerate listening to the end. James Middleton. Genuinely, don't think I've laughed that hard at radio or podcasting since the Gervais XFM days. Uh, fantastic stuff. I mean, I mean, for me and you, Dave, and probably you, James, I know we've all listened to the XFM Gervais stuff about a million gotcha. times. So that, um, that, that yeah, I, I love that compliment. Uh, Adam Ash, who's Adam Capone? I feel like I'm missing the joke. Was he half asleep when he had him on the show? <laughs> Does he actually like video games? It's painful listening. Jimmy Coyne, one of the funniest episodes ever. Literally crying with laughter. Um, a Ponygran, one hour into the latest podcast, what the fuck is going on? I can barely listen to it at all. Maybe going with Dave and Matt would have been a better option after all. Uh, Alex Evans in UK, people are laughing at me at work because I'm mental as I'm in my car grinning. Oh no, yeah, sorry. On my way to work, people are generally laughing at me as I'm mental in my car grinning like an idiot. Um, you, you get, you get yeah. the But basically, it was, it was half an hour. I'm, I'm, I'm often people saying it's painful, never get one again. Other people saying he should replace, you know, one of the regular hosts. Yeah. So what do we do? I mean, oh, this is it, isn't it? It's like, I mean, this is why I always say, just don't listen to them. Like, just do... <laughs> I mean, we're either upsetting one half of our audience or the other. If we say Capone's never coming on again, half the audience will get pissed off. If we say Capone's coming on again, the other half will get pissed off. It's, I mean, we're, you know, we're in a bit of a situation here. No, there's no situation. He'll be on as much as we like him on because he, he's brilliant. So <laughs> he's, he's he'll not be replacing me in the new year. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's not everyone. Yeah, Capone's the new host, uh, <laughs> and is exclusive. Yeah, it's not for everyone, but my God, he's for us, and I love him. Do we have any other feedback? Do we have any feedback to eighty percent of it was that we, we did have some. Um, <laughs> Degoose and, and a few others actually in the Discord were quite shocked that I hadn't 
really known Nathan Fillion's back catalog. Nathan Fillion, of course, he uh, we talked about him last week because he'd done that fan-made uh, Uncharted Uncharted movie, and uh, of course Nathan Fillion's been in things like Firefly, Serenity. Uh, I knew it's in no, I knew I knew it's in Firefly. I forgot about Serenity because I hadn't watched either of them. He's also the voice in Halo and Cade Six and Destiny, and in Castle. I mean, I know of him, but I've, I've never- actually never watched any of his stuff. I've never understand, understood that criticism. I've got that a lot from you two, actually, more than anything else, where you go, you've not heard of that. You've not played that. You've not seen that. And I'm like, no, I do, do, what do you want? I, don't, I haven't. Well, I can't is, do anything I mean, about that. I wouldn't expect you to know any of those because I know you're not really into sci-fi at all. But I was a bit surprised that Matt had not seen Firefly, to be honest. Cause yeah, it's, I've heard uh, of it. I just never really bothered. Yeah, I, I knew everyone loved it and et cetera, et cetera, but I just never, 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 never tried it. Um, Roblox, David mentioned it last week, so he's been playing it or is. Oh, know, God, it, yeah, we got a few messages about this. Yeah. Um, SMW OCGV on Twitter. I love the fact David Turner's, uh, is working all day in games just to give the money to kids to help them, help them spending real money. Although this game's like, a, this game sounds a bit dodgy. Uh, Bertwang, slippery slope giving away <laughs> all your cash to kids Sense on that, Roblox, Matt. Dave. Yeah. Huh? You censored that. <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. Um, <laughs> Bortang, slippery slope giving away all your kids. Uh, or your cash to kids on Roblox, Dave. They also cover copy all the favourite shooters in the block style, like PUBG, COD, Battlefield, GTA, and I reckon the targeted age is a lot less than thirteen. Yeah, there's a few news stories. There's a few news stories. No, I haven't played it actually since last week. I, I just haven't played it. Uh, have you? You said you were uh, downloading. I, I did it. download it. I just hadn't started it. Right. Um, yeah, no, there's a few dodgy news stories as well about all this horrific stuff that goes on in it. And I was, you know, pretty much right that, that dickheads are getting in there and, and trying to uh, wind kids up. And it's like, I mean, that's obvious. What well, I, I, I couldn't let sick, like, I couldn't let kids play that. It's, it's madness. Are you still um, playing it though? No, I said no. No, I haven't no, played it not. since last time. No, it's, uh, I, I sort of, it was fun for that one time where I was going around handing cash out to everyone and then I realised it was a bit weird and didn't want to be part of it anymore. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I logged out and never logged back in. But no, yeah, odd, odd game. Yeah, maybe I'll try it one day, but who knows. Uh, MJL um, at Vault42 Overseer on Twitter. Uh, Capone Adam made a great point last week about mentioning the name of games after discussing them, especially obscure ones. Sometimes I like the sound of a game you're describing, but I didn't hear what is called great shows usual. Now, we get this a lot, and I've heard this criticism a lot on ours, and when I listen to podcasts, I just rewind a bit until they mention the game. It's sometimes annoying, but that's what I do. It but is I, weird, I that, think- isn't it? Yeah, I, I get that. I get that as well. Where I'm listening to a podcast, I'm like, what game are they talking about? So the good thing about podcasting is I've rewind it. Now, maybe, you know, I know that's a criticism on us and we're sort of deflecting back to the audience there. And maybe we shouldn't be doing that. But I like, I can't, you know, when you're in the flow of conversation like we are, especially during the what you've been playing segment, we can't just go like finish a big rant about a game and then go that game again was you know it, it like it don't really work like that otherwise I'm, it's gonna, I'm ace, gonna try because I, I know really I know I'll, <laughs> I'll certainly try yeah oh come on matt i said try. Why, why every, time, you... every time you do that matt i'm gonna highlight the fact that you've done that as well because yeah. it's yeah you've, <laughs> every time he does it james let's just repeat the name of the game back at him three yeah, or four times great. i mean the listeners will love on. it so win-win mm. it's, it, this is the problem you put too much on the listeners you you think you, you worry about them too much can I just ask a question, the... right? Yes. I don't have anything to do with the show notes. That's presumably Matt Matt does that, I, I assume. 
Doesn't he just put in in there what we've been talking about? What's that? What do you mean? Well, doesn't he just put in? Does he put in like in the show notes, like you know, like the in the podcast notes, like what what we've talked about? What? what right. I'm, okay. What? Oh, you're talking about on the oh, actual podcast. The actual, okay, yeah. right. <laughs> no, I I do that. No. Okay. No, so I, I don't do just, links. I think God. I mean, that was a nightmare for interface. I'm saying I could do it on this. No, no, but just like put a list of like we talked about these games or whatever. You don't do that. Have you no. ever read the show notes on a podcast? No, no we don't do that. Of course I haven't. <laughs> well, now you know the reason why I don't put them on there, James. No one yeah, fucking no, but reads it might them. be useful for other people if they want to know what we've talked about. Just click on it and have a look. Oh, you know? I'll tell you that now. I'm not doing that. It's not Seems doing it. Seems pretty hostile to listeners, to be honest, because that would be an easy oh, way no. to deal with it. Oh, no. I'll tell you what, listeners. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> right? I mean... If you want to know what we're talking about, listen to the podcast properly. Right? I don't want any slack listeners listening to this and just be like, oh, I drift in and out. No, you don't drift in and out on this. You might miss some quality. All right? I'm not having you lazily listening to the, this podcast. You listen with intent. All right? Okay? You put the effort in that we put into the podcast. All right? <laughs> <laughs> what? What was that laugh for? What? The fact that you won't even bother to put those things in the notes is like the amount Four of I was editing last week, James. Don't <laughs> don't test me. Right, okay, <laughs> go on. Is that that it? Now we're independent. Another thing that we mentioned last week, they announced last week. Uh we're 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 like posting this ourselves, so I could probably put the games in the show notes. There you go. Just, Just knock yourself out. We've got it already in the in I know, the, the dot that we I'll use. Do it. It's not difficult. Knock, will you knock do it then? Yourself no, out. Right, go on. Uh, right, uh, there was also a discussion on Labo because last week Adam uh, couldn't understand why Lab why <laughs> <laughs> why Labo didn't work with Mario Kart on the Wii U. Why, I can't why believe Nintendo. James. See, I okay, I wasn't sure at this point if he was just trolling or not. I mean, oh, he must come have on, been James. He must have been come trolling. You've known Capone Adam for years, and you've listened <laughs> to hours of his recordings, right? And then you're answering his questions. I know. I got sucked in. I couldn't stop myself. Yeah. I mean, this is a beautiful little exchange on Twitter. So, Capone Adam, the bit on Computer Game Pod when I'm trying to explain a Labo game that could work with the Wii U, I genuinely don't understand why anyone would think that's not physically possible. Up pops James Farley. Well, they could, but the Wii U pad doesn't have the IR stuff. <laughs> They'd have to make an entirely different Labo kit for it. And why bother when no one bought a Wii U? And then Capone's like, well, so it is possible. Um, and Fire's like, well, they could. Oh, no, you meant that. Well, aside from the IR depth tracking stuff that the Joy-Cons do, which is absent from the Wii U, without that, quite a few of the projects wouldn't work. And basically, yeah, uh, thanks, James, for explaining to, to I don't Adam, know why I did that. Definitely knew no idea. what was happening, but you still fell for it. Totally you could pointless. just do, do the cardboard as a, a will, I think, yeah. was what you said there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we had that yeah. amazing tweet. Uh, and, and I it, had that, thought that about picture. it, though. Like, ha- could you? Like, if no. I proper sat down and thought about it. No. You, I mean, what? You couldn't. Like, not with the not with Mario Kart, you can't. Because it, the way it works, you'd have to have a different, a t- entirely different kit for it to work. Yeah, no, no, no. Th- no, I get that. Right, I get that. What I'm saying is if there was an entirely different kit, if they change that to work for a Wiimote, which has the IR blaster and does work with a Wii U, would that work? I don't think so, because it's a different... It's, is it the same kind of IR blaster, is it? And also, like the bike one? doesn't use the IR blaster, does it? But the, more to the point, who cares? Like, no, it's, exactly, it's, who wants this? I mean, it's a moot point anyway. And, and, and the fact is that you can play motion controls on the, uh, Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U anyway, so you could literally just build a massive as, as, as 
Capone said last week, you could do the cardboard as a wheel and just stick that in. But no one's going to do that because why would they? Uh, what a waste of time. I mean, normal Labo's not selling too well, let alone uh, <laughs> Labo for the Wii U. Why would they fucking do it? Although, um, although Jamie Doughty, uh, Jamie underscore Doughty last week sent a picture of exactly that and it looks beautiful, yeah, Jamie. That was amazing. Love that. Next bit of feedback. That's it. If you want to leave us some feedback, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter or you can email the Computer Game Show at gmail.com. Good. Oh, I suppose there's so much happened this week, right, James? Come on. There has, actually. I mean, it's been, I wouldn't say it's been a bumper week for news, but there has been things happen, particularly today. There was some really... This is, yeah, I was about to say, this morning you were saying it's been a really shit day for news, and then a couple of things happened, and now it's suddenly become a good week for news, is it? Well, not not a good week, especially... It's not not a good week for Evo Studios, um, because, yeah, there's been like layoffs there i mean they're the ones that are developing on rush and yeah it's basically it seems that codemasters is sort of gutted the studio um horrific yeah. i mean I, I not not that it's understandable right but when you read that that game sold 1000 copies in its launch week in the uk you think fucking hell yeah, i mean that's insane i thought it was doing poorly but i didn't think it was doing that bad that mm. 1,000 copies, man. Fuck. Well, I mean, the indication was when, like, because it, it got discounted, like, pretty quickly, and they were, like, knocking a tenner off, then another tenner, yeah, then another so tenner. Yeah, but so do other games, you know. It's not, like, I mean, I, I think Titanfall dropped in price more, like, uh, quick quicker than, um, than Onrush did. And, I mean, maybe that's partly down to the fact that EA could cut their losses a little bit easier. Um, uh, but I, I think... Uh, Titanfall 2 sold a lot more than that uh, at launch, and that was considered a bit of a flop. So, yeah, I mean, eat right. So, personally, it's gutting because, I mean, I loved that game. I, I booted out of this weekend and just played through some single-player missions, and uh, I loved it, absolutely loved it. And like, It all come flooding back to me again. And I've only been off it for like a week or two. Um, and I just feel, I mean... A few people were messaging me today, right, and saying, I feel like I'm part of the problem because I, I was waiting for this to be £20 before I, I jumped to it, right? The thing is, you can't think like that. As a consumer, you just can't think like that. It's not You're not part of a problem for not buying this game. You're not the reason why this game has sold so poorly. The, the problem lies with either the original concept not having a wide audience, you know, not appealing to enough people, or... I'm not saying that that's definitely what's happened or the marketing was poor. The release time was poor. The price was wrong. There are so many different factors where this game, what's held back this game from being, because it certainly wasn't the press. The press were very, very positive about it. Well, I I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that the, I mean, I haven't read obviously all the reviews, but it wasn't like, yeah, this is like a ten out of ten kind no, of thing. But, it was a kind of no, 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 they were still fucking positive. Yeah, sevens yeah. and eights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was getting sevens, eights. Every podcast I heard was raving about yeah, it. Yeah, like it's... the giant bomb this week, even like was still saying it's amazing. Like, yeah, people people like it, but yeah, but it it just maybe it didn't have that mass appeal that they thought it it would have. But what I'm saying is that it's not down to the consumers not buying it. That's not the problem here. The problem here lies somewhere else. Um, and to see people lose their jobs over it. I mean, someone on Rollmuck made a good point saying, surely you would want to take the talent that's there. I mean, it's clear that it's a good game, right? It's, it's evident that it's a good game based on reviews and, and response um, in terms of the people that have played it, went out and bought it and played it. 
surely you want to take that talent, keep them there, and try and put them on a project that that can have a larger appeal, you know, a wider wider appeal. Um, it didn't work out this time, but they, instead they got rid of them. But then at the same time, they're saying they're going to continue um, developing the game and updating it. So I don't know how true that is. Yeah. It just seems bizarre. I mean, they said, yeah, they said they're still going to be, like the DLC they were planning is still coming and stuff like that. But I mean, I, I think, I mean, the problem here lies with Codemasters because there was no, like there was virtually hardly any like advertising for it, was there? I mean, I, no, I, I don't remember see seeing anything for it. There no. wasn't, I, it didn't really feel like they were trying to cry like create a buzz like around the thing which was a massive shame because it was really well that's good. it people were saying people were saying that um they didn't make it clear that this was not a racing game it was actually something different it's a mm. you know a team battling game in cars right but i don't think that's a problem i think that the people didn't even hear about it let alone that that aspect of the game um I mean, we. I, the first time I heard about it was when we played at EGX. I'd never heard about it up until that point. Um, and that's what hooks me in. That's what... Um, sorry, not at EGX, at, at Res. Um, and that's what hooked me in. That's what got exci- me excited about it. And as Sean said, the only way he would have known about it is through us. Like, he'd not heard or seen it anywhere else. Yeah, a few so, others have said that. Like, the, the only people that really... Raving about this game was us, and I guess our other podcasts obviously mentioned it, but we're we're still trying trying to champion the game. Yeah, I mean, there's been no, I mean, like like you just said, I, I wouldn't mind if they advertised it at all. Let alone like the fact they didn't advertise the differences between this and the racing game. If they advertised it as a racing game, there would have been something, but I saw nothing of any advertising for it. Sadly. See, and the the reason for that, I mean, we don't really know why. I mean, in the Eurogamer article, I mean, they apparently people anonymously people in the studio said that there was a kind of a lack of communication between the studio and Codemasters, but we don't, obviously we don't know any of that, if it's true or anything like that. And yeah, you know, what if that had any impact on it? But I know it's, it's just, I don't think it's terrible. I mean, also the statement that came out was really weird. Did you read this? Like the, the oh, statement did, from Codemasters? Didn't they say something like, yeah, this happens all the time. Well, <laughs> it's, it's odd because when I read the story this morning, like when it first broke, like this one on Eurogamer, there was a quote which said, like, from Codemasters saying, this is a normal course of business after a project wraps. And then I was like, I said to Sean, I was like, what, you just fire people like, after you finish the project? That's like, sounds weird. I mean, I don't know how common that is. That that, that kind I, of I, makes I, sense. But they, yeah, I've definitely what's... heard of, like, teams moving on after a project ships, but... Obviously... Yeah, but not, like, just firing the head of the studio and everything. I mean, it doesn't make yeah, sense. That's, it's, that's the, that's, yeah, yeah, that's the... The strange thing. But then what's weird is I checked the game, the story again this afternoon and that quote has changed now. It's not there. It's what was it changed. Well, it now says it is a normal course of business for games teams to evolve as projects launch and move into service and as other new projects start. As such, it isn't appropriate to comment on day-to-day movement of staff changes. That's, uh, yeah, it, it's just a bit weird how they that was changed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an awkward situation. All I will say is that they made a fantastic game there. And if someone else picks them up, you know, I I hope they finally get the sort of recognition they deserve on, on their next project. Yeah, but, but because... we said that when when Codemasters picked them up for you know they were evolution yeah. after after Drive Club. Drive Club had it had its issues clearly, but it's clear a team they're passionate and they knew it, they knew it, they knew they're doing. Well, that's and, the that's the problem though, isn't again. it, Matt? Because Drive Club launched with lots of features missing, with bugs, with but as you say, problems, lot of problems. Um, you can understand why people, you know, were angry about that. And, you know, it was sad when people lost their job, but so much went wrong and it might not have been their fault. And I don't know the ins and outs of it. Um, 
but you that was a troubled project. This one, it comes out and straight out of the box is fucking brilliant. Like it's brilliant. I mean, the open beta, I don't think did it many favors because I didn't think it was there. Like, and I, even I had my concerns about it. But once the full game had come out, it worked so smoothly that it it was just so good. Um, and I've put what sixty to seventy hours into the game, um, and I'm I'm still booting it up every now and then to have a blast of it. Um, and so this feels a little bit different. It's like it's kind of like fucking hell, man. What the, you you got a gem here? How has this not been put in everyone's hands straight away? Like, why is this not massive? Um, but I guess there's just not a market for this sort of game anymore. There can't be. I mean, otherwise, you know, marketing can do a lot, but surely the word of mouth would have spread to more than a thousand people in the UK. You know do what you, I mean? In do you reckon for this kind of game, if they like started release, because th- this is like not like, you know, the AAA stuff, you know, that kind of thing. Like, it's not coming from, like, you know, like, God of War sort of style game kind of thing. Yeah. If they released this stuff at, like, a cheaper price from the outset, do you reckon it would have more of a chance? Well, of course it would. But but do you know if that's going to work in terms of business? I don't know. I mean, well, this this clearly hasn't. So. No, it, it clearly hasn't. No, but if, if they'd have said, you know, they've obviously got a target on what they want to hit in terms of sales. Mm. And they've got to put a price on that to make sure that they turn a profit. Like that's just yeah. business. So, you know, it's easy to say, make it cheaper, more people buy it. Yeah, but will that cover the costs ultimately? Like, I'm not, we don't, we don't know how much it costs to develop, to make, to run. You know, they've got to hit targets. Otherwise, it's a financial problem. And yeah, uh, yes, then, you're right, like it saying, is a financial problem now because it yeah. hasn't sold anywhere near enough. But going into it, you've got to have a business model that works. And if you're selling it at a cut price from the base, that's such a risky fucking move. That I mean, there's every chance that they could have released it at £24 rather than £50. And it would have sold just as much. Then they would have been even more fucked. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. Um, of course, if it was cheaper, I think it would have done better. But would it have done enough to recoup the money that they've cut out of the main price. I don't know. See, and they also, they did everything like right as well in terms of it being like, you know, consumer friendly and all that kind of stuff as well. There wasn't like, there was loot crates and stuff, but not like ones that are like, you know, paid for ones and all that kind of thing. It was, it was so well designed with that, you know, like as being like a level playing field for people yeah, to like that come side, in and play. Exactly. 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 And, um, you know, that's worrying as well because it's kind of like, well, we could have made a little bit more money if we put pay for loot boxes in there and, this, that, and the other. And, you know, maybe that's going to turn Codemasters' heads next time they do it, put, put out a game like this. It's, it's, it's just not great. It's not great. And it's, it's no one's fault. Like, you know, it's easy to turn around and say, oh, fucking, why didn't you buy it? But it's not your fault because if it didn't appeal to you, then that means that mar- the marketing was wrong. If it was too expensive for you, that means that the price was wrong. And, um, uh, if it just didn't appeal to you, it means that the mass market wasn't ready for a game like this or, or was over uh, playing a game like this, you know. Um, not that you know this; it was before its time. But maybe, maybe this this sort of game really is dying out now, and it's it, it's a bit of a killer because I love it. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. It's love absolutely it. not on the consumer to keep studios alive. Like that, it's up to studios to make products that consumers want to buy. And so it's it's, it's a shame, really. But yeah, yeah it's sad. It's sad. 
Okay. Um, the next story is, is another one of those kind of nothing stories, to be honest, which I oh, hesitated okay. to put this in. Well, I, mean, I hesitated to put it in because there, but there's, because there's, the news was so flat this week, apart from this one that came this morning. But I thought it'd be worth just having a quick look at it. So there's all new Xbox hardware to be shown at Gamescom. So this is Microsoft are going to show some everyone, new hardware. Everyone obviously jumping to, oh my God. <laughs> and yeah. it turns out, what is it? It's the new well, Elite Pad. That's the thing. Well, what's happened now is that Microsoft has said this only relates to new Xbox bundles and accessories. So probably this means it's going to be a new Elite controller. That's yeah. probably what it's. I wish Sony did be. this. Sony don't do that, do they? They they do a tease, and it's like, oh my god, what was the one they fucking did? Brand new PlayStation uh, hardware or something. Oh yeah, with yeah. a drape over it, and everyone's like, "What's it going to be? What's it going to be?" <laughs> oh yeah, it's a Gran Turismo PlayStation. You are you fucking kidding me? No, like, it, a- the kings, the kings of that though, a Nintendo with those 3DS ones. You know, it's like yeah, but they didn't, the- they didn't plug like they didn't big them up beforehand, did they? They did. There was the Galaxy the- one. Don't you remember the Galaxy 3DS that everyone was convinced the- to play Mario it- Galaxy and all that? No, no, <laughs> did they big it up? I remember them showing. Yeah, it. there was like there was yeah, like a reveal of it, like you know. There was like a whole reveal and stuff. Yeah, but no, what I'm saying is that they didn't tease it before the reveal. Whereas yeah, like, do like, Microsoft have obviously yeah. teased this information and then thought, whoa, whoa, let's just, <laughs> let's just put out a couple of fires here and put a little bit more information out there before they yeah. all think the next Xbox is coming. Whereas PlayStation were like, fuck them. <laughs> just, <laughs> just showing the fucking Gran Turismo PlayStation and a middle finger. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah bit of a... Bit, bit of a wet story this one yeah, so the, yeah. the, the new out. Elite had been leaked anyway like we knew about it last year but it's cool that it's coming I, mean, I didn't buy the first Elite controller and unlike to buy this one I guess but they're like 110 120 they're a ridiculous now. amount of money aren't they and uh, why would you buy one of those I know I own one so it says they're amazing they're definitely of course one. they say that because they bought one haven't they they're not yeah, gonna, I know, I know. <laughs> but if they like, like it they like it these aren't for people, these aren't for dads with two kids, James. Mm-hmm. These are for young people with a lot of money that, <laughs> that don't mind spending ridiculous amount of money for shit like this. Um, so they can play yeah. State of Decay, you know, like, on their thing, I don't know. <laughs> It's not the only game on the Xbox, James. It is pretty much, but, you know, I don't know. I don't understand. But I I guess, I mean, this is another thing from Microsoft, though, isn't it? It's like they always focus on this hardware stuff recently because they ain't got any games. But, you know, let's, um, should we move on? To the uh, yeah. opening. Okay. Uh, sorry, what's your problem with Microsoft all of a sudden? <laughs> no, I haven't really got a problem with Microsoft. It's just hey, you just you've just flung a left like and a right hook, and then you're going for the uppercut before I stepped <laughs> in and waved my arms. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's just I've been thinking about. I was thinking about E3 and like that E3 conference and how like there wasn't much there really and all that kind of thing. And I don't what? Know. hang on, that we, we all said that they did had an amazing E3 conference. Where's this coming from? Well, yeah, they okay. They had a they had a good they had they did as best as they could with that E3 conference, but there still isn't anything coming yet, and it's still I mean, there's still a problem games. with that. Yeah, but stuff that's all coming out on other th- other platforms, Matt, and it's it's not there's not anything like massive coming, is there? In the next, Matt, in Matt, the next watches, year? Matt, Matt watches Forza Horizon. <laughs> what are you laughing at? That's not what you okay. How that many doesn't count, does ha, it? No, it doesn't count I mean, because they release I mean, Matt, one of those like, like every couple about, every year. Crackdown three, not coming out yet, Matt. When's how that coming out? Well, how, when you at the moment, so you, you think okay, like, okay, oh, Matt, 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 okay. The big problem the before we went into E three, no, the big problem before we went into E three was people saying all Microsofts have got is Halo, Gears, and Forza. And so you've just mentioned Halo, Gears, and Forza as being the main things. How about Where's the new stuff? Try that on for five. There you it's go. True. Or E2. Cuphead. 
Anyway, whatever. The, the, you know, and new bundles. <laughs> I just like why did James up? Like, I don't know what his problem is with Microsoft at the moment, but it's, I love it when got, they go. Not they've enough. got no exclusives. What about Forza? That doesn't count. It doesn't count. It's another one. It's just they do it. No, they no, do no, them but every then year. That does count, James. That's an exclusive. Yeah, that they do every year. It's oh, it's no. new, exciting new stuff. You know, there's there's not so much, but you know. Anyway, uh, Nintendo is suing to shut down some uh, big ROM sites. So I mean, it's got to happen, isn't it? Well, is is there any way that you can convince me that this is a bad thing? It's ma- it's mental. This hasn't happened up to now, frankly. I've always yeah, wondered no, that about true. emulation. I've never really done it or got into it. But like, how is this thing even happening still? Well, yeah. you see, the thing is, I can understand to a degree why people support this because Ooh. no, no, because okay. it's like there's the accessibility you're a con man because you're a convict. Ring the yeah? police, David. <laughs> James is sitting there There's podcasting with thievery. black and white striped top on and a swag bag. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got those like things he's got the black things over his eyes, he's gonna oh. No, one of the things that has annoyed me with Nintendo recently not is not finding pieces of eight on yeah. the seven seas, you're oh, fucking pirate. To the law. Ooh. <laughs> they uphold God. the law. Perfect. I haven't got any pirated stuff. I'm not into that. I'm just saying that you with the death thieves, of the virtual console, it's kind of a shame that you know that you can't access stuff as easily, and I can understand why people are doing this. But in this case, the the part of this lawsuit is that they're explicitly complaining that these are not like fan sites or anything like that, but they're they're like commercial operations, and so you can totally understand why they're taking them down. Because there, I mean, there is the case for people doing like fan translations and stuff like that of games that are like never going to appear over here. Can't can't you see how that that would be like a reason for having for people doing this, Dave? Sorry, you. After that sentence, you should have referred to me as Your Honor. Yeah, because it sounds <laughs> like you're on a fucking court. Yeah, like, a- a- exhibit a. Accent. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Do you know what, Matt? I was really pissed off when I went to get a Mars bar in Tesco's and they didn't have one. So I tried to steal one from ASDA and they wouldn't let me. I'm not talking yeah, it was, about it was that. Even, you should have done a fan remake of that Mars bar. Oh. <laughs> I know. I made it. Made it out of Twitch. Yeah, it's like yeah. I've smashed. 14 star bars <laughs> together. What about, what about Mother 3? You know, it's like, it's never going to come out. What about Mother 3? What about Mother 4? It's coming, it's coming on the virtual console. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Exclusive to Xbox. Yeah. Oh, but that doesn't count. <laughs> but either way, they're, they're, they're asking for a hundred million pounds, sorry, dollars in compensation for this. And they also want control over the domain names. So I presume if you go to like, www.loveroms.com or whatever, it will then just redirect to Nintendo, which would be yeah. quite funny. So they just want the SEO, is that what they want? <laughs> they, they want the domain authority. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Weird. Okay, where, last... where is that? Where's the lawsuit taking place? In America? It's in the US, yeah. Well, are they US-owned ROM sites then, you know? Yeah, well, one of them's already been taken down, which is Love Retro, and the other one, Love Roms, is apparently still there. I wasn't I wasn't promoting it there, just to be clear. Um, it is, it's still there, but I'm presuming that's going to go down as well soon. So, yeah. God, I, hope I, don't take, mm. I, don't, I hope I don't take Love Honey. I'll be livid. I think, I think <laughs> all, the love, all the Love domains are going to be going out to Nintendo. I don't know what to say to that, Matt. Go <laughs> <laughs> on, next, next news story. I guess the last one. This is for you, Dave. Mario Kart Hot Wheels are coming next year. Yeah, boy. He's gone off Hot Wheels, though. Has he? He's oh. all about Tina Beena Boos now. Oh, what the he hell is calls that? them that. They're called Teeny Beanie Boos, but he calls them Tina Beena Boos. And it's. They're just these little fucking teddy bear things the size of the palm of your hand. 
They're like they are, to be fair, they are quite cheap. They're like one pound fifty two quid a pop, but um, they're just fucking stupid. But he carries them around everywhere. And he talks to them and that. I'm getting a little bit worried. It's just like, mate, they ain't real. Just stop. He, he comes out. Oh, Tina Beanie Boo's angry with you. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. So what, what do they? What do they do? They don't do anything. Nothing. They just they're okay. just soft toys. They're, they're, they're basically the new Beanie Beanie toys, whatever they're called. You, you, you know, like a few years ago, everyone was obsessed with those like Beanie. What Beanie Babies? Is that what they're called back in the day? I don't know. I can't remember. It's a new like thing a from that company. Ago, but yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, from Thai or whatever. I think they're made by that Thai, was it T-Y? Yeah, it's the same company, company. yeah. Yeah, it's just like, they're just stupid little fucking things. But they got Paw Patrol ones, and I guarantee they'll have Mario ones by the end of the year. Like, it's it's that sort of thing. So is it it like the Funko Pops kind of thing, but for really tiny kids? Yeah, I guess so. Um, Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I will try and get him back into because I mean they've already got Mario Kart Hot Wheels. Well, not Mario Kart Hot Wheels. They've always got already got Mario branded Hot Wheels, but they're weird. It's like it, there's like a big red van with just like Mario's face plastered on it, and it's like oh, it's the Super Mario Hot Wheel. Um, and then there's like this red car with a green roof with just like an egg stuck, like a Yoshi egg stuck on the side. It's just. So they've already had a crossover with uh, Mario, but the, the, this one it looks a little bit more um, exciting. <laughs> it's not exciting at all. I'm trying. I'm trying to be enthusiastic. I can't. Yeah, uh, it's it's not a great story. I mean, they're gonna have, there's gonna be like Mario Bowser Peach, all that kind of stuff. Four four dollars ninety nine. So I don't know what that'll be. That's oh, you're about, taking about... the fucking pit. right. So Hot Wheels are like one pound fifty, two pound. And okay. they do special edition ones all the time, which are like four to five quid. And it's, yeah, it's just ridiculous. It's yeah, ridiculous. these will be like the wor- four or five quid or more post-Brexit. The worst fight, this is, and I never thought about this up until like recently, well, since Harry's been about. You know when you go to a garden centre and they've got cars in those little boxes and they're like 10 quid? There's just little matchbox cars in these little cardboard boxes with this film so you can see the card, the, the car inside. And you look at them, you're like, 10 quid, who the fuck is paying for that? I'll tell you who's paying for that. A kid that's been dragged around a, a, um, a garden centre, is grumpy, sees a car he wants, and will go mental if you don't buy it for him. So then you suddenly find yourself walking up to a counter with it, just thinking, this is £10 of my money just going down the shitter. It's just honestly, it's so annoying. Yeah, hang on, so ten pounds. Off a lot. Some of them are, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't pay that. That's that's. Like <laughs> I know that's it. You you've got that. I'd heart. rather you, endure. I, I'd rather endure the tantrum than that. Part, uh, ten quid part on of a... me wishes I was more like you when it comes to parenting, James. I wish I could turn around <laughs> and just go no. Like <laughs> in the Millwall club shop when I took it to Millwall last year, right? I wanted to get him a shirt and it was like 20 quid. Instead, he spent £10 on a plastic Millwall bus. And I just went, Harry, another 10 quid, mate. You're getting a Millwall shirt. Like, that's the business. Oh, I want the bus. I want the bus. The bus is shit. Like, it's it's not even metal. It's fucking made of plastic. Is, is the I bus for, like, bus. all those parades for all the trophies you win? You know, like, it's, so you like... It's very funny. <laughs> Go on. Speaking of like, Funko Pops, also Fortnite have announced. Well, there's, there's going to be a Fortnite Funko Pop, the first of which could be like, the Rex skin. So that thing's going to go gangbusters, isn't it? That thing's going to sell out everywhere. No doubt. I said the other day, right? There's a film being made. There must be somewhere someone's making a oh, Fortnite God, yeah, film. Absolutely. Like, like scribbling around, like <laughs> just scribbling like it's an old school cartoon. Like, <laughs> um, just like putting all those models into some movie generator thing and just like I mean, that is that, sort of it, happening. Well, I mean, basically, so um. A Fortnite uh, 
they had the two weeks ago there was this Fortnite playground mode where basically you go in you must have heard about it basically you go in there's no it's not like you can go in with your mates and there's like friendly fire kills where there's no teams there's no like you know first person you know, last person to survive wins you basically go in there you can build what you want you can do what you want and and also there's like movie making tools within that it went away for a couple of weeks because I had to fix some bugs it's back in this week with the new patch and so people are already making their own like Fortnite movies using the game tools and some of these that were made I think they had a competition last week and the winners are like um, they look amazing they, they look like inc- incredible little short movies use, using the Fortnite engine so it's only a matter of time surely before sure, one yeah. either someone makes a feature length version of that or two a big studio is like chomping in a bit to sign up Fortnite for anything surely and then there'll be a PUBG film and it won't be as good <laughs> it will flop at the box office uh, yeah the, you know I, I, I'd watch a Fortnite film fuck it why not why not um, okay is that it that is it. That's it for the news. Well, let's let's do what we've been playing then, and we should probably start with you, James, because we haven't heard from you for fucking ages. Yeah, I've, I've actually played quite a few things while I've been away. Um, let's do it. The first thing I want to talk about is the Lion Song, um, which is. Do you, either of you know anything about this at all? No, no, I know, I know nothing about it. Okay, so basically, it's the kind of game which I usually really enjoy, which is it's a narrative adventure, and it it's. It takes place over like four chapters that are self-contained, but then there's also like they're all connected together by sort of the world events and the connections you make between the different characters. And it's set in Austria in the early 20th century, and each of the chapters that you have like follows these different characters. So the point of it is is that each of these stories focuses on a kind of a different academic discipline. So you've got like music, painting, maths. I'm, I'm losing you already, aren't I, Dave? Go on. Okay. Go on. So basically what each happens is that each of the characters are trying to overcome like blocks in their thinking. And so to do this, you have conversations with people and you sort of interact with the environment so that they can get through the problem that they're having so then they can be creative. You know, the creativity comes. Some of the stories land better than others. Like the first story is about this young woman who goes to the mountains to try and overcome this writer's block. And she has conversations with this stranger on a telephone. It's like a, you know, this guy just randomly calls her number and then they start to begin to talk with each other. And it helps her to sort of release this composition that she's, she's got going through. And what happens here, and this is what I quite liked about this is that the conversation seems to be happening by chance, but then the connection that they make with each other impacts this stranger's life as well. And then you see this like in later episodes, like how this sort of plays out. And what is also a bit weird about it, though, is that it's it's not really kind of choose-your-own-adventure in the way that these games really are, because although you can make decisions as you're playing, it feels different because in this case, it really does feel like you're being kind of funneled down a correct path. Because when you get to like the end of the... Um, end of the chapter you can it says you can go back and redo these bits again you know to try and like unlock different characters like different character connections and everything and i mean this this is fine but then it also makes it just feel a bit sort of restrictive and like i all the time when i stopped after i'd been through the first chapter i began to become more paranoid about like am i you know unlocking all the things i need to to sort of get to really complete the story and to sort of see where it's kind of um where it's going and i mean the narrative is kind of interesting because it does focus on all these issues of like identity and expectations and like weights of like you know people you know what they what they want from you and there's also i mean it takes place as i said in austria you know like with the backdrop of the war about to begin so it's it, i mean the How main does thing it bring about the it, war into that what do you mean like how does it bring that 
Well, sort of because subject I mean, into something about writing writers blocks and creative. Well, because there's all these characters which are they're trying to engage in this sort of creative process in this environment in Austria, which was like famous at this time for you know people coming up with you know, sort of new concepts and new ideas. But then with the backdrop of the fact that some of them are going to have to go away because some of them are going to obviously go and fight, right, some okay. of them are going to be connected. The people are going to go and fight, and so I mean the final chapter it tries to bring all this together and tie it together, but it's all a bit kind of heavy-handed and doesn't, I didn't think that worked quite so well, but, you know, was still kind of interesting. I mean, it's got a nice art style. I mean, it really reminded me of the old, like, Monkey Island games, um, but obviously, like, targeted So what, up. is it like point-and-click stuff? Yes, yeah, it's uh, it's exactly like that. Um, I mean, I don't, I think you would probably hate it, David, um, because it's very slow. Like, the, it's, each episode is, it's like a very slow process of, like, getting through, and a lot of the dialogue feels a little sort of clunky as well. But, I don't know. I'd still, I still got something from it. Like by the end, when I when I'd finished it, even though as I said, the ending was maybe a bit it left me a bit cold, but it was still interesting to see the way that these characters sort of develop their different ideas. So it was, it was quite good. I quite liked it. So how, what, how long was this episode? Only like an hour long, are they? Sorry. Yeah, each episode's about probably I'd say about an hour. I mean, I I found. I didn't play it through like all in one go, or and most episodes I didn't finish in one sitting either because, as I said, the pacing is really slow, and sometimes you're just like, oh, I need to have a break from this now because I can't really see where this is going. But um, yeah, it's it's probably I mean cumulatively it's probably about four hours long or so I'd say. Like if, although the last chapter is is pretty short, but it's it's good. It's it was good. It's just it's really not. I don't. It's one of those games I don't feel it's for everybody. It's you'd have to sort of really want to sort of you know sort of explore it. I think to feel something from it. Hmm. All right. Well, I mean, it does sound up your street. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's maybe one of those games that's just not for me or whatever. But uh, I, the thing is, whenever you talk about games like this, we get a bunch of people saying, "Oh yeah, no, that sounds great." So maybe this is more for that. Like, would you recommend it to people? Like, yeah, definitely. I mean, the concept interesting. If I mean, if they enjoyed, like, I mean, I talked about detention before and things like that. If they enjoyed that and found that interesting, then this, I think, they would definitely find interesting. I mean, if you've got any interest in history or you know, in in sort of narrative, then yeah, I, I think it is it is enjoyable and it it looks lovely. <laughs> it, it it really does look very nice. What did you play yes. on? Sorry, on the Switch. Yeah, this was on on the Switch. All right, cool, cool. So this this was the Lion's Song. Uh, I'm talking. I've just talked about the Lion's Song. Let's <laughs> see what see what that does to the flow, Matt. Can you see my point now? Hey, look, it's a listener request, not mine. Yeah, but I know, but we don't have to just do everything the listeners well, say. James they also said they never want... Yeah, I mean, he was taking a piss, though. Yeah. Anything else? Put James? it in the show notes. Just put it in the show <laughs> notes. It's fine. Anyway, uh, the other game I've been playing is Hollow Knight, um, because, I mean, I talked about this before, but I've got significantly further into it, and it's really opened up, and I'm absolutely loving it, because... It's it's a significantly bigger undertaking than I was expecting. Like I don't know why, but when I started this, I just thought it was going to be like a sort of you know ten hours or something like that. But I'm just entering this area called the Deep Nest, and I've been playing for I don't know how long now. Like I mean, I've been playing it every day. It feels like like weeks now, and but it's it's really good. Like really, really very good. So I mean, is this right, as okay, Dark so- as everyone seems to everyone all the tweets from seeing people like Patrick Klepek and people at Waypoint, and other people and, and and yourself like. It, it seems very Dark Soulsy, or is it more Metroidvania, or is it just a mix of, mix of the two of the two? Well, again, it is totally a mix of those. And the thing that it does, I mean, it reminds me of Dark Souls more than any other game that I've played, apart from like Dark Souls games, because it really nails the same like risk reward mechanics. You know, like that whole thing of like you know, there's always a temptation to just try one more hit 
and yeah. then you get punished for it. But also, okay, the fact- so go go back to the basics then. So is mm-hmm. this because in my head it was more of an RPG action style thing? Is it uh, has it got that, or is it you know yes. what, what, what's the actual combat involved? Like, what do you do? Well, I mean, the co- I mean, the combat's not it's not complex. I mean, it, it's the same as in most like Metroid style games in that like over time you explore the map and you upgrade your abilities so that you can do more things. But the combat is pretty simple. It's just basically you've got like what is called a nail and you just it's it's like you know you just use that to attack. It's like a sword basically. So and- so the, the the similarities with Dark Souls doesn't Dark Souls doesn't rest within the combat itself. No, not really, no. Although the combat style, to a degree, in the sense that it is... I mean, you do... You can, like, add new abilities and stuff, and you can also, like, upgrade your, like, your armour and all that kind of thing. But also you have these things called badges that you can, like, equip, which then will give you sort of, like, different abilities and stuff as well. So, but then with that, you have to, like, balance it because you only have, like, a certain number of slots for your character. So you have to, like, choose what you think is going to be most effective, you know, for, like, different encounters, you know, which, which kind of works. But also it's... The thing that works... That is reminds me the most about this is that you can't you have to be continuously on your game like when you're when you're like even aside from like combat you know fighting bosses even just like in you know going around the general environment if you kind of panic and start hammering the buttons or whatever then you you end it ends in failure like whatever you're dealing with you have to show it some degree of respect because it's not that everything is completely lethal but you just have to be careful like you really have to be careful otherwise you can it's going to result in failure. And that's that's what I've enjoyed the most about it because it's it's really just absorbing from that. And I mean, because what what happens is when you when you attack enemies, you then sort of absorb their you know the the uh, these like geos which are like the um like the currency. And it has the same thing of like you know if you get killed then like this sort of apparition like appears from your body and then you have to go back to that area and like fight yourself. Uh, it's really easy, just like a couple of hits and then you can like reabsorb the, like the money back into you again. And you so fight you yourself. Can... Yeah. It's like a, like an apparition like version of yourself. And, but then, you know, it's a bit like when you go back and you pick up the souls you've dropped and, but then if you die in, you know, before you get the chance to do that, then they're gone and it's exactly right. the same. Like that's, it works in exactly the same sort of way. Okay. And it really is about the fact that you just, you always have to be careful and you always have to be like watching what you're doing and just have to be, but also, I mean, the platforming is up there with like Celeste in places as well. It's really satisfying, especially once you start to like unlock more abilities is the, the thing that's, you know, makes it, you know, it, it's the usual thing with the Metroid game where it's like, you know, you unlock something which then allows you to go to an area that you had seen before, but you couldn't get there. And it feels so satisfying to do that. Like after you've, after you've managed it, it's, yeah, and and just the soundtrack is fantastic as well. I mean, I've started listening to it outside the game because it's it's just so so good. It's I mean this this honestly, if it's a shame I would have had this up as one of my game of the year, like if I could, but you can't because it. I think it came out last year, like on other platforms. So uh, I can't it. really. But, but it's it's really good. Like honestly, it's really good. It has. I mean, the opening to the game does have a couple of problems. Um, most, yeah, most I've heard like it's really sort of hard to get into initially. Yes, it's and well, because the thing is, they don't provide you with a map. Like when you first start, because the whole thing with this kind of game is that you, you know, you explore, you explore a map, and then you sort of you can look at the map and sort of think, okay, I'm going to try there. Oh, that looks like somewhere I haven't been. Maybe I can get through there. But they don't provide you with a map to begin with, so you feel like you're just sort of exploring blind. Like you don't know where you're going, where you've been, or anything like that, and it's difficult and it's sort of tough. But then once I mean, you get a map, not. 
that far into it, and then you have to get a compass as well, which will then show you like where you actually are on the map. So yeah, because it's used, the map's kind of useless if you don't actually know where you are. So that that kind of stuff does make it not very friendly uh, when you're starting. But once you've got those, then it really opens up and it's it becomes much easier. It's um yeah to 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 navigate, but it looks fantastic as well. I mean it it and it runs so well on the Switch. It's just it looks so good. I, I mean, is I, it like that sort of blue chroma key type deal, isn't it? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's 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 not like a super colourful game, but it's just really. Yeah, it just it looks good. Like it, everything is just so well realised. Like the whole world is just it's. It feels so. You know, like with Dark Souls, there's the whole. There's, it's similar with like the. It's got like all the lore, and you know everything sort of all fits together properly. I mean, it's kind of unbelievable, like how how well put together this game is. It's. It's really good. It's just that it is it is a really big commitment to play, like bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But absolutely loving it. Like every I mean, yeah, every day I look forward to playing it because it's um it's it's really excellent. But, but, cool. So it feels it certainly sounds dark souls in everything you've said and I've heard sounds it, but how does that work with just putting the switch on like sleep mode and coming back to it? Does that even does that have a port can you pause or not? Yeah, you can pause any time. Okay, it's cool, not. Okay. It's not like. Um, it's not like Dark Souls in that you can't like you can't pause or anything. But it doesn't. That doesn't give you any advantage like at all. And it's. But it's. Oh, it's just so many times like with so many of the bosses as well. It really is like you have to like learn them as well so that you can beat them because you just can't go in there just like you know like thinking I'm just gonna like button bash or whatever like that. You have to like learn this. There's, there's been so many bosses which have reminded me of Dark Souls because of the fact that it's like you know like with that it's like after you know sometimes with Dark Souls bosses after you finished one you just think actually that wasn't that hard. I just needed to you know like figure out a way to yeah, do it yeah. and it was it was not difficult. This is exactly the same. Like there was one boss I was stuck on. It was like it's it was these mantis lords and it took me quite a long time to do because it was all about timing. It was just like you had to just get the rhythm down. And I just I did it so many times and I just thought I don't know if I'm ever going to get through this. But then suddenly one day it just clicked and I did it. Hardly lost any health at all doing it. And I was like that. It felt amazing. Like after I'd done that, it was yeah, it was so good. Like so so good. Yeah, but, yeah I, cool. I think it's Giant Bomb this week or another podcast this week. That that's one of the hosts said that they're playing it and uh, particularly Giant Bomb. They have this like best game of last year, this year. So when they do this year's game of the year, they do best game of 2017. And you're still playing, and it feels like a lot of people will have that on their list. This year it feels like a lot of people getting into this now, obviously because it's on Switch and whatnot, and seeing how much of an amazing game it is when they perhaps didn't play it last year. It's definitely on my list to pick up. Um, yeah, it looks brilliant. I mean, just just the sound design is so good. Like it's just yeah, like the the sound effects and everything. It's just ah, uh, it's just it's it yeah, just so good. And also, it was really cheap as well. I mean, it was only about twelve quid, I think, when I bought it like on the Switch, and I just can't believe it. Like it's this cheap and this good. It's um yeah, just one of the best games I have played on Switch easily. Like, uh, yeah, really, really good. Cool. All right. Also, I've been playing The Last of Us. Yes. Finally. Oh, God, yes. Which, um, you see, the thing is, I'm not really sure what to say about this because everyone's already talked about it, obviously, you know, yeah, years ago. Yeah, it's been a while and, since people have talked about it. And, I mean, all I can really say, though, is that I am very much enjoying it now. Oh, um, good, because originally you were, tweeted, you were texting us saying, oh, I don't know if I could do this. Yeah, I mean, the first, I really feel that the first two or three hours of it are not great, actually. You're absolutely I, right. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think like, Sean basically stopped playing it. What, what bit did he got to the, the he gymnasium? Stopped, he, he got to the gym yeah. for that boss fight, which, after completing the game, you look back at it and think, what was that even doing there? Yeah, it's so like out of place. I, I, I mean, when I played it, I was like, 
the f- what is this like this it's is tough, totally the tone is totally wrong for it it feels like it just went back into a different game like it was just really odd um and that's why i say like and that's why i said to you james when people start playing this game don't expect it to get good until after you leave bill because mm. um it's okay at the start it, it it's a little bit slow and a bit mirandering and um a bit it sort of you know forces some emotional moments that are a little bit too obvious um but then once it you leave bill behind the game really starts to take off and the the relationship between ellie and joel is is um that starts to build and then once that builds to a good enough point characters that characters already know like from their past start turning up and that chucks their relationship into this sort of whirlwind of holy shit we're in this weird conversation like situation now mm. but we actually care about each other now and this is all it, yeah i don't know it's the way it works out after that is very impressive um but up until that point it was a little bit too cliche a little bit too obvious and then this weird boss battle that just is totally at odds with the rest of the game and it's like what what is going on here um yeah but then when you go back to it i mean it takes off it takes off see i really felt like like you said up to that sort of point and a bit after that i was kind of like going through the motions with it like i didn't really feel that engaged with it but i mean recently i've just i've just escaped through the sewers and i'm into the suburbs at the moment so i'm just do you remember that part i don't know okay you, i'm just what, doing... you've gone into that little what yeah yeah i think i do actually that you've walked out into a road with houses either side and you're walking yes. up it yeah yeah, yeah 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 i know that bit yeah. i just i just got and it was it was at this point that i really began to feel this is as good as a film to be honest like the way this is like the pacing is so good like well, it's, it's weird to say isn't it it's like it's not this is good as a film because I, i've enjoyed like fucking <laughs> games way more than i have films yeah but it's what it does do as well as well as a film is that character connection yeah that that's that's definitely missing from a lot of games like we've all been connected to characters um but it is rare to see two characters in a game connect with each other Mm. um in a in a realistic way i mean sometimes you see that and you get that but because you know previously it was just text without voice acting which does add a lot um but you know visually it's not not been quite as good we haven't picked up expressions that you get when you see two friends sort of connecting or talking uh or reacting with each other um and for me the, i mean uncharted took a big step forward for that sort of stuff with uh the last of us they really nailed it they really nailed that yeah you see this is what i wanted to ask you because i mean for me so far this is the best like naughty dog game i've played like by a long shot i mean because i i enjoyed like uncharted like one two and three but i never felt like they were as good as this really is uncharted 4 good like i'm not, I'm not saying is it as good as this but is it are they like because this was uncharted 4 came after this so yes uncharted 4 was very good it wasn't as good as this um okay. i no. mean in terms of actually playing it i think i preferred uncharted 4 because i i like the shooting and everything over mm-hmm. the sneaking about i'm not a stealth fan um and a lot of people would disagree with me there um and you know i can't really argue against it it's just my pers- personal preference um mm-hmm. i didn't really love the gameplay side of this uh, i mean it was fine like i i played it and enjoyed it well enough but um it wasn't something that i was really outside of the game that I was really yeah. into it i think yeah what i was trying to say with the film thing is it's like this is the most this is okay this game feels the most cinematic to me do you know what i mean of like most games that i've ever played if you sort of mean. Yeah, but do you see what 
what I'm saying, I think a large yeah, yeah. part of that is a how it's, it's because written, of the relationships, yeah. B how it looks and mm-hmm. um the voice acting. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's those elements that make it feel like the inter- interactions between the two characters is straight from a film. Whereas yeah. before we've been used to, you know, hey Detroit. what are you doing over there? You know, yeah, and Detroit is a classic um uh, a, a classic example of the writing not being up to scratch the even some of the uh, expressions on the faces although it was well animated it didn't nail the yeah. nuances you get when you when there's two human beings talking i mean mm-hmm. it, was, it was a game about robots but there's humans in it um and uh, yeah it's this this game nailed it and uh, as i said i'm not going to spoil the ending for you but something happens at the end that, that, that sums that up completely but we'll talk mm-hmm. about that once you're done yeah, I mean, okay. I, I, Uncharted 4 is clearly an incredibly polished game, but gameplay-wise, I way prefer this over Uncharted 4. What uh, did you like about the gameplay? Well, I, because I, I, I do prefer the stealth uh, style of gameplay rather than just like, here's another 100 dudes to shoot. Uh, obviously, Uncharted yeah, 4 looks it. stunning, you know, the characters, right. etc. but I love... I, I, I'd always, I, I've always loved the sort of post-apocalyptic sort of stuff and these sort of tales of the end of the world, be it zombies or viruses, things like the road and other, other that sort of stuff I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of. So it's the right sort of theme for me. Love the characters, love the writing. The gameplay was the right amount of action and stealth. It wasn't just shoot everyone like Uncharted and yeah I thought it was stunning it's definitely one of my all time favourite games without a shadow of a doubt it's it's weird because I'm finding it kind of a bit exhausting to play though like in places and I don't mean that in a bad way yeah, I mean that quite, in a kind of way heavy. Yeah, and it's because uh, it, it does. I mean, a couple of times. I mean, I, I rarely, really, rarely get this for games like actually feeling uncomfortable playing. But there was certain parts of it where I did actually have to like think to myself, "It's just a game. Like you're just playing a game here." Because the atmosphere was so sort of like, yeah, not not in like a sort of a horror game way, but in just sort of yeah, it well, it's was, just really it was, impressive. Oh. Yeah, it's just really oppressive yeah. and like uncomfortable, and um, but it, it, it is excellent. I mean, you're right, Matt. It's it's a very good game, and I'm I'm looking forward to getting back to it. Yeah, stunning. I destroyed the, my the thumbs. Good, the other was... good, f- the other good thing about this game, James, is that it just gets better. Like it doesn't get good and stay good. It gets good and gets better. Um, mm-hmm. uh, especially when you get out of the current seat because it's split into four seasons, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember correctly, and the first time you get out of the first season, it's like things really start to pick up, really okay. start to... Yeah, you, you've you got the remastered edition on PS4, right? Have you yes, got the version right. with the DLC, do you know? Yes, okay, it's got the DLC Yeah, yeah the DLC yeah. is excellent as well, uh, but that's obviously Yeah, I've got after. to play that. Uh, yeah. I've got to play that. Well, the last game I played... Uh, I thought well, that was the last game you played. All right, go no, on. No, no, I've got one more. This is the, the last one, which is... Uh, I Well, I'd say played. I didn't play it for reasons, which I'll explain now. So this is pure <laughs> electric love. What do you want? Uh, Eri Kitami. Okay, so this game, I was alerted to this by some posts on Twitter. Um, some people that tweeted at me. I, I don't know why. Did um, I have an egg as an avatar? Was it an anime no, character no. as an avatar? <laughs> Go on. Don't, don't you have so, a Google alert for these sort of things, anyway, James? No, don't say that. It's just a horrible thing to say. Um, it's so it's a narrative game, which is dis- can I can I t- t- the can I read you the description What's for it on the eShop? It's on the Switch. Right, it's on the Switch. Go on. Okay, let me let me read the description. So it says romance pseudo talk game. That's yeah. the, the thing. And it says in this work, fetish cosplayer Eri Kitami is a welcome Otayuki blog. Please tell her with hyper deadly tension what? So that that's what it says on the thing. Well, it, and says then it says what at the end. 
It says what? Yeah, <laughs> what? it says what with a question mark. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then it says, rotation in a good sense. While being healed, make the brain gear turn at super speed with maid, bondage, etc. Gallery image movie! Exclamation mark. Re- <laughs> it says that. I can't believe they just put that in there. Go on. Reply to questions from her. Please, please her. Sometimes a little annoying. <laughs> How did this sometimes, get into the European store? I don't know. Let me continue. Um, sometimes a little annoying. Katahike is important for love affair. Mail arrives according to the contents of the conversation. You also have Spoilers, movies attached. Spoilers? What? They're just saying what happens in the game now. <laughs> That's what it says, yeah. You also have movies attached. The end of the conversation will change depending on the choice. Over 150 stories, still images, plus eight movies. Let's aim at perfection. <laughs> so yeah, they, missed, they missed we, quite yeah, badly. They, they missed the basic uh, yeah, translation of the game. That. So anyway, I was gonna, I was really up for giving this a go because um, it was only a few pounds on the UK eShop, but there's just one problem, and it's in Japanese only. So it's I don't know why this came out on the UK eShop, I and mean, it doesn't bode well for their curation process. But it's you can still download it, and I did. So I tried. I thought, okay, what I'll do is I'll try and play it with Google Translate. You know, like you know how with that you can like you know. Put it over the over the you screen. You really and it give... wanted to get your rocks off, didn't you? I've no, never, just, I've just never got to watch these eight movies. Yeah. Well, I see, the thing is, right, is I tried Google Translate, but that was a non-starter. As because when you choose an episode to play, it's the whole thing was in Japanese, and it just said it produced gems like, okay, so this is the names of the chapters. Request to want the uh, with a question mark. Uh, bullying want the, and the final one, which uh, which was kind of horrible. I don't know why. Which is wet want the. Was oh the, god, was Jesus. The want the... <laughs> yeah, Christian and, and that was it. And so, I mean, I'm going to have to wait for an English translation, obviously. Cause, and he's, yeah, and yeah, he's going to be waiting. So, he's going to be waiting. Yeah. James, so, I don't know. Like, so I hired a professional translator. <laughs> yeah. at, I was <laughs> on the Eric subreddit. <laughs> I said, can you not look at me while I'm playing this game? Because I will have my trousers down. Thank you. <laughs> because I want the wet the question mark. Yeah. <laughs> What the? It's like, you know, but just odd. I don't know what they're thinking of. I don't know how this ended up on the eShop. They were aiming uh, for perfection, mate. They were aiming for perfection. But Nintendo need to do something about this, don't they? I mean, for starters, what this sounds like is an erotic uh, anime game. Well, it sounds like one of those, like, softcore, just, yeah, stupid, like, anime games. Yeah, if it is, can we now just have voice chat on the Switch? Like, through the Switch, please? Because, I mean... Yeah, you, oh no, we can't do that because we're a family-friendly business. Look at this game that's on our eShop. Like, I mean, come on, it's just. To be, less. to be fair, when you download it, it if you've got parental controls on, it won't open unless you put in the password. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah. I mean, make that for voice chat as well. Then problem mm. goes away, doesn't it? Oh, just ridiculous. Go on. Is that it? That's it. That's that was my last my last game. Three pound fifty down the drain though, and I, I'm glad that I didn't buy all the DLC because there's loads of DLC episodes as well. And yeah, for like I'm surprised you didn't jump in, jump straight in. <laughs> buy it I'm, I'm, I'm going to fill my boots here. I'm getting all of them. You <laughs> no. must have a listener who knows Japanese, and if you do, get in contact because James. Oh, is, that's a podcast. James is desperate for a translation. So if totally, you know Japanese, can read it or know someone, please get in touch. Please get in touch. How about? Capone Adam plays through it and makes his own script up and then reads it out to James as he's playing it. See, you can't... That's the problem. You can't even read it because it's... it's When you that's start... That's what I'm saying. It, 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 he doesn't need to read it, does he? He just makes it up what he thinks they're saying. And then oh, he can send it's, it's, aud- it's audio only. It's like it's like a telephone call with just, you know, the, the lady speaking. I don't see so that you... destroys my idea, but... Yeah, I guess. 
that you just you. have to say yes or no at the end of the phone call, but I don't know what happened, so that was it. Want the wet though. Yeah. Right, Matt, what you got? Hello. Uh, I, it's been a big week for me this week. I, I finished Celeste, finally. Um, after playing... Uh, what did I play last week? Well, you know, I played a bit of Banner Saga. Celeste was also on my list, and I finally... I finally played... I've played, I played like another 10 hours today this week. I mean, it's a 10-hour game. My final clock was well over 20. But uh, what, what I say well over 20. It was just over 20 hours. But, you know, it's a tough game. Um, but it's also an amazing game. And easily... I mean, at this point, it's probably my game of the year. I just absolutely love it. Even though it's rock hard and it's incredibly frustrating and at times... What about the quality and the craft of uh, Goose of War, though, Matt? <laughs> well, it does, have, it does have that, but it, it's not... It's obviously... A different level to, to God of War. Did you say Gears of War? God of War, I said God of War. Okay. Didn't I have anyway, uh, it does have craft in, in, in pretty much every, every element. Uh, it, I mean, we've spoken about it before, but yeah, musically it's amazing. It's, I mean, the actual pinpoint accuracy of like the platforming action is amazing. It, it's ridiculously hard. I mean, probably, probably, probably too hard for me, but I managed to get through it. But like, towards the end, it was just, it was so stressful. It was actually giving me a headache. Like, that's how hard I was finding it. Um, but <laughs> you I, see, like Matt, Matt, like that meme of that dude sitting in school next to that girl. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it his, really like, was popping up. Like, <laughs> and I, I'd have to do a bit and then stop and then yeah. But, but I mean, so the last and the story ramps up. I'm not going to ruin the story, obviously, but the, the the central themes of the story ramp up and ramp up, and I think it's a really really satisfying uh, conclusion to that. Uh, and then and then then the last few levels are basically like collection a bits a sort of. Basically, bits that you've done across the whole game, but tied together, it's much more difficult. And oh my god, some of the bits are just—I I wouldn't say frustrating. I think a little bit like Dark Souls. I knew it's like me making a mistake. I mean, there are some incredibly rock hard bits, and then when I was looking across the level, I'm like, you can't actually expect me to do that. To to chain these moves together, to do this that, and the other. I mean, at some point, so it basically feels like you're flying because you're chaining enough of these moves together. It's it's a platformer, but there are elements in the game where you can do like a double jump and if you hit this little like gems you get a third jump and so on and so forth and yeah there's enough of these and nothing like these moving platforms that you're basically almost floating and flying through these levels towards the end it's 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 got an amazing flow it, it feels so good when you chain these moves together to get through these sections and many of which towards the end i think i'm not gonna i might not be able to do this but i was i was gradually gradually sort of um getting through it and uh yeah, it's just an absolutely amazing game. It's, it's. I mean, it's just, it's just incredible. I mean, you, you finished it, haven't you, James? Clearly. Yes. Yeah. I did, have. did you do yeah. chapter? What, what happened there, James? I was, I was on mute because I was drinking something. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Did you, you have uh, finished yeah, it, right? I finished it, yeah. yeah, of course I have. Ages uh, ago. Did you do chapter eight? Uh, I don't remember. No. I would have to have a look and see on my PS4. Yeah, I, I mean, basically another chapter opens after you finish it, and uh, it was uh, it was like insanely hard from the first second, so I stopped. I didn't do that, but I finished the story. Uh, I, I think I, I wasn't sure if I was going to get it done, but I'm so glad I pushed for it because it, it was incredible. Um, after I did that, I also started playing Mario Super Mario Odyssey again because when I last left that, I had stopped at the Dark Sides of the Moon challenge. Um, what's that is that the one with the which one was that that's the 500 moon area right okay yeah yeah, yeah. I'm with so um i'm sure everyone listening to this has played this but but if you haven't basically after you finish it or no so after you get 500 moons to super mario odyssey another map opens up uh 
and it basically comprises of like 10 or 15 little challenge areas and you've got to do a whole lot as soon as you die you basically start back in the beginning it's one big level uh, with loads of different uh, elements of the game you've played uh, in previously uh, chained together like i said if you die you start all the way back in the beginning um i at the time i thought it was pretty hard and I kept getting stuck at a fairly, fairly early point, but then I'll just stop playing because I thought I'm not going to, I'm just can't be asked for this. It's a good game, but playing that was sort of starting to make me hate the game because I was just struggling so badly at this, this section. Oh, you two oh, both man, done it made, me, it made me love it so much. Yeah. It, like, honestly, I loved every moment of that level. Oh, not my. all right. Yeah. It battered me on a few occasions, but I was just so up for doing it because. I mean, the movement in that game is second to none, and it's just ramping that up to the point where you're doing a very hard level is just it's so satisfying when you do something that you've been struggling with for so long. Yeah, so I I start back that, that again because you know in the last few months I, I finished up Dark Souls incredibly hard. I've done Celeste, which I didn't think I was going to do. Didn't think I was going to do Dark Souls either. And then uh, and so I thought I've got to get this done as well, and that's that's like you know something else off off my list. And I did it uh, today. Um, eventually, I basically must have put like another. 10 plus hours into it in the last week just struggling over and over and over and over again the bit that kept tripping up and it's really early on is the bit where you um throw your hat at the uh scarecrow and then you have to jump in but basically it's like this you're essentially jumping up the wall and these blocks come out and push you out if you're not quick enough to do all the wall jumps and stuff oh my god that bit was so fucking frustrating at one point i was very close to snapping my switch in two Really? Yeah, like, but, honestly, I'm not being a, a prick or anything, but like, I found that bit really simple because all it is is a memory game. It's just yeah, remembering yeah, yeah. where... I, the- and I knew exactly what to do, but like every now and then, for, I'll basically jump into the lava rather than jumping side to side. Oh my God, it was the most fucking frustrating. Were you, play- were you playing on the, the, the handheld mode? Uh, I played... I, I, I tried both. I mean, I guess... I guess, actually, I think a majority of my, um, my uh, falls into lava probably... It's probably handheld, but I, I did both, and I was struggling on both. I was mostly fine, and then yeah, I, and I knew the layout, I knew where to jump, when to jump, etc., to get through this little this little area. But oh my god, like, every now and then I'm like, okay, left, right, left, right. Oh, now it's running. It's jumped to the lava for no fucking. Oh my god, I was so. I haven't felt as angry about a game in. I mean, this is. I got probably more angry about this than I did Dark Souls. I mean that that is weird because I don't think that happened to me once. Like yeah. I didn't jump towards the screen. At oh any god, point. it was constantly happening. It was the is the most horrific thing of all time. Is your are your thumbs all right? No, probably not. I mean, I played a lot of Celeste. They're not an angle. I, I, <laughs> and actually, seriously, I play when I played loads of Celeste on. Um, I basically finished, finished. I think Friday or Saturday night, and basically in the morning I woke up and my thumb could only articulate in two positions. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah i've had that we've um, i get that with my fingers yeah like, i, I, went, I, I went quad biking on the holiday and it's the same sort of thing like basically my thumb was basically clicking and i was like how oh, have i somehow aggravated that again like but no i thought oh no it must be celeste it was in the morning it's just basically up or down that's the only way i could <laughs> click my thumb it was horrendous yeah. and i so that, that probably didn't help but no i mean yeah i got this wall bit and it was fucking frustrating i did get eventually past it you know b- b- bits here and there and eventually i did it today um but um, I I basically did it because I looked at some skips, and I got through it. That oh, way. you you oh you cheated! No, but because I I got through the wall bit, and at that point I was like, I'm going consistently consistently get through the wall bit. Brilliant! I've somehow learned not to jump in a fucking lava again, and I can jump through the wall bit. Brilliant! I can I can go. I can't remember the name of that that lizard. Go through lizard bit. Fine. 
go through the fork bit fine and then you want a bit where you're on the moving platform through the through the fog and all those little multicolored twats come and come and try and get yeah you i mean that's hat. an actual piece of piss that bit well, that's, it's, anyway, it, it, you I, stand in the corner and don't fire at the thing that yeah, I, I, makes I know the what you're supposed to do, but I was panicking because I was like, I've got a puzzle wall bit. Anyway, the most fucking frustrating thing ever, and it was genuinely making me hate the game, a game I've loved, absolutely loved last year. I was like, this is, I can't, I, I don't know, maybe I should have taken a break, but I was like, I've got to get through this now. I want to get it through, get it done in the same way I could have done Celeste and so on and so forth. I just, I want to get it done. Anyway, so I thought, fuck this. And I was look, I was watching like, other people run through it. And I was like, God, it looks so easy when they do it on YouTube. Uh, of course it does easy. It's just me being rubbish because I'm rubbish. But, um, and then I, I think I was reading some of the comments saying like, oh, just, just do the skip where you get through bits. I was like, what? There's skips. Anyway, so I looked at some skips and I got through. Yeah, it's cheats, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's it. cheating. I, 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 yeah. I, actually, I actually do not care. I just wanted to get this off my plate because it was making well, me hate everything. Plate, you just... haven't done it. You didn't do the, you didn't do the, um, peekaboo thing or whatever no, I mean, it is. I that, that because I love those bits in the game. And maybe I'll go back to it, but oh my God, I, I was angry before playing it. I was angry after playing it. I, I like, I was not in a good place with people around. I was like, I'll play it on the train. No, that's making me angry on the train. I was like, I'll play it before work in the office. That was making me want to kill people in the office. I'm just so glass off my plate. I know I've sort of, you know, I've done what it's I need to do. Uh, where I'm sitting, it's still on your plate. No, it's not. It's still absolutely on your plate. It's on your plate. It has sort of hate, made me hate the game a bit. James, have a look no, at Matt's it, plate. Is it on his it's plate? Definitely, it's all over his plate. It's I, all over I, his, is it on his face. I, I, I a, really uh, couldn't give less of a shit. It's done for me. And I, I don't, well, don't actually, say it's off your plate. Actually, on your actually plate. it does. The thing right now, it sort of makes me hate the game. <laughs> that's how much I hate that last bit. It's because annoying. Because you're not very good at it. It's as I see, you hate the game. Don't hate the game. Hate the player, Matt. Because oh, no, believe me, is... I've got the hate and the player bit nailed down. Uh, I just, <laughs> yeah, I just. I, I, I can't believe how much it's, on the it's plate it is. my life. It's ruined my life, that bit. Anyway. Uh, at least enough to see that game ever again because my god that bit fucked my life off but it's done imagine right imagine James right and I'm not going to spell this out because there's people that probably still haven't played this but that little message and the stuff that Cappy says at the end of the game after you do yeah. that remember how much it gave you a lump in your throat like yeah. Matt, Matt basically just like, didn't deserve to hear yeah, or no, see I, any the of thing that. Is, so I'd always seen that because someone ruined it on Twitter. And then, honestly, when I was reading the messages, yeah, it was really beautiful. But mostly I was like, thank God I don't have to do that shit level again. What it's not, it's it's not a shit level. It's, it's an incredible Matt. level. Oh, Look, it, that's it, it, it angered me now. and it made me angry. And I don't like feeling angry. It was horrible. So it's done now. Thank God. It's disgraceful. Like, this is uh, literally just shit. I mean, there's a bit in it where it just says, thank you. Like the developers going, thank oh, you so much for it, yeah. getting all the way through. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not the main bit. But there's a bit where it says thank you, and you've just shit on that. You've shit on it. Well, unbelievable. I don't care. It's done. Thank God. Anyway, you shit on the stuff that's on your plate directly on it. It's still on your plate, and now there's your own shit on it. Yeah, I, <laughs> lovely. I, I, I'm very fine with being there. It's in my mind. It's off my plate, and that's well, the main thing. In, in my eyes, place. it's on your plate. It's well on. No, the plate. I'm probably gonna sell it. I'm that sick of the game. Good, get rid of it. You don't deserve to own it. <laughs> it's because you know that's gonna remain on your plate for the rest of your life. No, I'll go um, out to other games now. Anything else? Oh, look, there's another plate over there. Ornstein and Smo's on it. Yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I see you are, for. I, if I. Have, if I like waited to do this properly, I'd never get it done, and I'd rather they were done than done in the way I've done them. But you didn't get it done. Go on. What, what you got? That's it. Yeah, I've been, um, I've been playing a hell out of them two games. 
good. Uh, I, I, uh, well, Harry got a little bit of money from an aunt uh, last week, and I was so sure he was going to want Captain Toad. Like, I was nailed on, I was thinking, right, we're going to get Captain Toad this weekend. But he suddenly just really wanted a Nintendo Labo set. Um, so, yeah, out of nowhere, on Saturday, we went and picked up a Labo set for him. And um, there's just a few things. There's not much you can add to what's already been said. You know, the the joy con the, the toy cons are incredibly clever, and they are quite fun to build. We really, we've really enjoyed doing it together and stuff. Um there was a few things that because obviously you're staring at the instructions for god knows how long and your mind wanders there's two things the first being right can you imagine how hard it is to design music for that like for the building process the instructions yeah. with it the, they've got this music on there and it like at first you're kind of like fucking that's gonna get annoying like for you know the hour and a half that i've got going and then all of a sudden it just disappears. Like it's still playing, but it doesn't, it's not offensive enough to wind yeah, it you up. Yeah, it doesn't bother you, does it? Yeah. They, they've totally, fun. they've totally nailed it. The fact that they've stuck this music on there that can be looped for hours on end that you will hear for hours on end. And it's just, it doesn't, it just fades into the background. And also think about the people that have to create that music. Like when they get the commission or whatever and they say, right, okay, what we want. Is just a monotonous music that isn't going to get annoying. And like, and the bloke goes, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And then he turns around to his mates that he creates the music with and goes, how the fuck is this even possible? But they managed to do it. I mean, I, I, the music during the house uh, stuff is incredibly irritating. Right? That lasts about five minutes. If that was the music for the building stuff, then I'd have a breakdown. But um, no, that was the first thing. Second thing this is a boring thing to say, but if Ikea haven't got an app out already with similar style instructions for building things, then that business needs to close down right now because this should just be the British standard for flat pack now, because it's just so easy. Do you, there's so much text in there, isn't there, James? It is. Yeah. But you don't read a word of it because there's literally no reason to read, read a word of it. You just, press play, watch what happens and copy it. And these things are incredibly complicated to make, but they've made it so simple to put these things together. I mean, it's that in a, that alone is a massive achievement. Didn't you, didn't you feel like, cause they, they are complicated, like much more than they seem when you first like look at it. And totally. then you're just like, and then once you put it together, you get that. I got like the big sort of satisfaction as well that you get from it. Cause you're just like, actually that was really cool. Like putting yeah. that together. Cause but it's- the thing is though, James, it's like, you know, when you're building flat pack, and mm-hmm. you'll look at it and you'll go, oh, great. But then you've put like the draw bit upside down or something. So inside it's all rough and at the bottom it's, it's like shiny. And you're just going, for fuck's sake, why, how have I not picked that up? There's no chance of doing that in this because it's so well, like, laid out yeah. for you. It's, yeah, it's, it's perfectly done. And um, there were a few moments that I struggled. You know, when you've got to put that, you've got to roll that cardboard up for the motorbike and then stick mm-hmm. it through the middle of the whole thing. I, was, yeah. I really struggled to get that through. I was like, fuck, I haven't rolled it tight enough or I've done something. I thought I completely balls it, but it just turned out I just need a little bit of force I, to go through. I always hate the bits with the stickers, you know, that you've got to Same stick here. on. I panic. Yeah. I panic. But yeah. then I got to the point where I was kind of like, especially the very small stickers where I thought, Actually, this has been designed to be made by kids as well, right? So I'm guessing there's some tolerance with that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be directly in the corner. But um, so far, yeah, now I've managed to get it 
close enough for everything to work so so far i've made the rc car which i think is total crap um <laughs> i'm yep. not gonna no one says that but it's it's just annoying to use let alone uh yeah i've i've hidden that already um i've made the bike which i thought was a little bit disappointing um the mini game is like really slow and not that mm-hmm. much fun to use and harry is struggling to use it because He's using handlebars like you would normally use handlebars, but that's not how you control uh, the games in this. So yeah. you're holding the handlebars, Matt, with a bit of cardboard sticking into your chest oh, um, nice. to sort of support it. But so Harry's like pushing with his right hand and pulling with his left hand to steer, but that doesn't work. You have to lean with it. So although the handlebars do move left and right, that doesn't control the bike really. You need to sort of lean left and right, uh, like your whole body. And it's kind of like, oh, that's a bit shit. Like, it's not as intuitive as it should be. It should work the way you think it's going to work. Do you know what I mean? That's strange. It's, um, but I guess yeah, they li- had to do it that way. I guess. Did you find that as well, Matt, uh, James? Or are we just like fucking it up? Yeah, no, it's, it's like, I mean, I, Asher didn't really enjoy that. I mean, he, he enjoyed like the whole process where we put it all together. But he was, when it came to playing it, he was like, this is a bit uncontrollable and not not that great it's the same with the mario kart though have you tried it with that it's it's not is it great. So, well yeah it's obviously works in the same way right yeah where you've got to lean with it rather than turn it yeah I it's, mean, not, it's not great i think he'll get the knack of it after a while and he'll, he'll enjoy it like the races are mm-hmm. easy enough for him to get into so it should be fine but um yeah a little bit disappointed the house though um harry has god put god knows how many hours into that house He's having so much fun with it. He's like the perfect age for it, which I'm mm-hmm. really happy with, really, because you do worry that... I mean, I'm sure there are some parents that are a little bit pissed off because the mini games are a little bit... The ones that I've played so far are a little bit weaker than maybe I thought they were going to be. Um, but the house is just perfect. It's got loads of little mini games depending on where you slot in which block where... Um, and you get to feed a little animal, which is basically what every fucking iPhone app is these days anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, and he's bang into it. And I was looking, did you see that on the main menu, you can create a block on a string with another block and then connect two of these houses together? No, I didn't know you could do that. So Stanley, his cousin, no one knows who he is. Sorry, his cousin has got one as well. So when we go over to see him next, I'm going to make this little blocks thing and then connect them together and see how they get on with that. And the problem is his cousin's a little bit older than him, so I'm not sure he's going to be too into it. But yeah, Harry's obsessed. And the other, have you played with the house that much, James? A little bit, but not that much. I mean, we played with the fishing rod the most, I think. So is the house so, thing you build? The house is a physical thing you build in wood, in the in the cardboard, yeah. In the cardboard, yeah. And then you put the Joy-Con at the top, and you put you've got these you've got a button, you've got a sort of reel, and you've got a key turning style thing, and three holes in the house, and you put them in different places, and different stuff happens. So if you just put one in one place, something happens. If you put two. Uh, depending on where you've put them, different stuff happens. Uh, and if you use all three, I think it just takes you to some um, menu where it shows you what you've collected and stuff. Um, and there's this little monster you can, you know, fuck around with his house or you can uh, do these little mini games. And most of the mini games totally fine. The balloon one, James, have you played that? No. Nope, so you put one. you put the key in the bottom 
and the button in the right hand side or left hand side, whatever. Um, and you have to get the monster with a balloon all the way up to the top with these like f- spikes all over the place. And you only get the big prize, which is like a sweet, sweet that changes the color of the monster. If you get to level 10, oh my God, about an hour and a half, I was trying to do that. I like Harry was <laughs> struggling with it and I was just like, come here, son, I'll sort it out for you. It's fucking ridiculously hard. Like, way too hard. Um, I only really did it through fluke. You have to kind of tilt the house to sort of move him left and right and then turn the key to make him go faster through the gaps and stuff. Ridiculous. A- absolutely ridiculous. I don't know what was going on with that. The bowling one was quite fun. The skipping rope one, great. That one, Jesus Christ, I nearly had a breakdown. Um, but the cool thing is, the other cool thing is, is that he's going to hammer these two uh, toy cons for a couple of weeks now um, we're going away this weekend so we'll probably take them with us to you know muck around with there um, but then he's got another two to build like in the in the set so we're sort of eking it out taking it slowly yeah we're, we've got we've still got the piano to put together that's really? like the next one yeah we, that's the that? next one we've got to do no Have we've not done it yet not even started that yet no because it's a it's a big project that one yeah, it's, it's like, like three a, hours isn't it yeah so yeah I haven't, I haven't got around to it yet yeah it's, um, it, to be honest it's a bit I tell you what I found difficult is it's quite difficult to do it with two children at the same time. Yeah, I was thinking because... that. I was totally thinking that. Like, I mean, even with Harry, there were moments where he wanted to control the instructions and that was a fucking nightmare. So I had to put yeah. a stop to that. Um, but he does like just sitting watching me build it. Whereas I imagine you're, like, your two kids are older. There's two of them. Yeah. I bet that just does not happen. And they're trying, like they're both trying to do it as well. And then you're like, okay, you, you know, you do this one now and so like you know my son will start doing it and then it'll just be like oh not like not like that not like that and then it's like yeah it's it it's a bit yeah it's a bit difficult it's also, i mean it's been better when i've done it just like one on one with either of them like if one of them's been like out somewhere or something like that it's it's better but with two it's really difficult to be honest yeah, to, I bet. to do i bet right, i've got one more question to ask you right the first being did you have moments where it would ask you to pop out two discs and then in the instructions, one of the discs just like vanishes in a puff of smoke. No. And then asks you to fix the other disc in place. And I'm going, so now I've just got like a disc of cardboard that I don't know, no idea why it asked me to pop it out and why I'm just putting it back into the box. It just literally, it showed two of them and then one of them goes up in a puff of smoke and you go, okay, so I put this disc there. What am I supposed to do with the other one now? I guess it was like saying that's a spare part if you need it. Yeah, but, they do. They do give you spares. Like, yeah, that's the but, other thing as well. And it when you yeah. get to the end of it, and it was like, ah, don't worry about the other bits. What do you mean, don't worry about the other bits? That's going to do my brain in now for a week. <laughs> like, well, don't make me put stuff back in the box. It's freaking me out. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, doing the other stuff. And right now, uh, Harry has has absolutely been loving it. So uh, yeah, better than. But like, he's played the mini games far more than I ever thought he would. Uh, so I'm happy with that. And hopefully we'll get the knack of the the uh, the bike one, and uh, he'll enjoy that a little bit more. Um, I don't know what he's going to be like with a fishing one, but so if, I suppose we'll find out. Um, yeah, the the only problem I have with that is that yeah, like Asher gets a bit overexcited with reeling it in, and you're like, oh, and it's not like yeah, 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 because he's like he's like it's going all over the place. Like you know, it's yeah, it's a bit difficult. Yeah. Um, the other game I've been playing is on the Nintendo Switch. I think it came out last week called Mugsters. Um, it's uh, an indie game. It's made by one dude, right? And the concept's brilliant. The artwork's brilliant. It's just, I'm still quite early on. It's just not fully grabbed me yet. Um, and I'm kind of 
I mean, I want to go back to it, but right, let me explain. It's a essentially a puzzle game. Like it's a puzzle exploration game. You're on this, you start off on this island uh, and then this island has portals to various different islands. Like you take them in, like it's very much um, linear. There's island one, island two, island three, and you can, you don't have to go back to the hub every time. And the idea is you just escape the island. So you'll walk around sort of an isometric, uh, isometric view. The, the best way of describing it is kind of looks like a flat um, Captain Toad uh, treasure tracker. The, the camera pulled out a little bit further. Um, there are various different items around each island. There are um, uh, like explosion barrels. There are uh, walls, breakable walls and stuff like that. There's loads of vehicles. Um, and the idea is, is that on each island, the main task is to escape right so you have to work out how you're supposed to get through walls over over uh scenery stuff like that to escape but it's one of those games where it's got loads of tasks that you have to do as you're playing through um thankfully a lot of these tasks save so like if if there's like three tasks you do two of them and escape you can go back and just do that third one um but one of the tasks that's always in this game is saving humans and there's a set number of humans so you have to decide whether to um release them from these capsules that they're in and drag them around these sort of dangerous uh areas or leave it to the end and then go and collect them towards the end and then get them into an aeroplane and fly off. Um, as a concept and visually, I think it, I think it looks brilliant, right? I love the style and tone of it. Like it really works. Um, the, at the moment, there's just not enough going on on each island. Now, as I say, I'm probably eight or nine levels in. Um, so still relatively early, I think. Um, and to be fair, it's adding stuff all the time. Like, so enemies have been added, these new, um, sort of dangers have been added and it seems to constantly chuck something in during every level. Uh, something new to think about. So I'm hoping it gets to the point where that starts firing on all cylinders and all of a sudden it just feels like so much is going on in, in the island, uh, in each level. Um, at the moment though, it's, it's been a, bit of a slow burn so i'm going to spend another week with it and and see if it starts to click um i just i hope it does because i i like the idea of it i like the concept um and i like how it looks and how it plays uh i just there's something holding me back at the moment i'm not a hundred percent sure what it is but there's something just holding me back sort of clicking with this uh and properly getting into it i mean there's there's also like obvious stuff like but when you do save humans they follow you about everywhere but they can get stuck on scenery and stuff like that um and then i've had moments where i've had an explosion barrel and i've thrown it at a capsule and it breaks the glass and the human comes out and he runs straight to me and everything's fine but other times where he's sort of just stood there a bit and then the uh, barrel explodes and blows him up and kills him and it's kind of like ah that wasn't what I was expecting to happen so it kind of I think maybe that's it is that I haven't really understood the rules of what I'm what I can do and what I can't do um and it and that's a little bit frustrating hopefully so is it anything like Pikmin where you like just you got a massive horde of people and that's what's helping you to get through this puzzles really and what? stuff I mean, no, 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 the, the humans don't really help you at all. They just follow you straight away. Like, there's the, I, I've not, I mean, this might be later in the game that that happens, but f for now, they, they're just following me around. They're not so actually they don't helping have me any do purpose anything. at all. Not other than being items that you sort of collect and take to an endpoint. Um, and obviously, you've got to keep them out of danger. So later on, there are monsters that chase after you, uh, which at first you kind of think, 
these this is weird because the combat is just a punch button and the monsters just take one punch to die like it's not a challenge to fight these monsters so it feels like really odd but then you start to realize no hold on those monsters aren't for you they're only going for me there because i'm the only one about like obviously the idea is that the monsters are there to try and um kill the humans that you're trying to save um so yeah so i started to understand the concept behind why these enemies were there um and yeah, I, it's strange, man. I thought this was going to click straight away. It hasn't, but I've not given up hope. Um, there's enough there to keep me, uh, keep me playing for another week at the very least. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to crack on with it and then I'll get back to it. Get, I'll talk about it again next week. I mean, it yeah. looks great. I, I love the style. Oh. Yeah. I'm playing on the switch by the way. Um, and it feels perfect in handheld mode. It feels great what? to play on handheld mode. What's um, the name of the game again, Dave? Mugsters. Okay. Yeah. I also spoke about Nintendo Labo today, James. Okay. All right. Just so we're clear. Okay. All right, that down. Actually, Matt, you said you were going to do that every time and you didn't do it once. I mentioned Celeste and Super Mario Odyssey enough. I think they know. Okay. All right. We'll find out next week, won't we? We'll find out next week. That's what we've been playing this week. Um, should we get onto your emails, your tweets? Yeah. Am I doing this then? Is that is yep. that what's happening? Yeah, sorry. I didn't I've so busy at work today, I hadn't even been checking the group chat or anything. I thought that must have been decided. I just assumed because, you know, this job always gets palmed off on me because it's boy. the worst. Good boy, it, good boy. Yeah. Good boy. What do you mean by that? Good boy. Go on. Hi guys. Question <laughs> for the show. Imagine this scenario. Your wife believes only more than more than more than console, I think it means more than one. Co- See, again, this is why I hate doing this because I have to edit on the fly. Your wife believes only more than one console is just wasteful duplication. You attempt to make spur- uh, spurious arguments like uh, Farley about Sonos and Brexit, but it doesn't wash. What was Sonos? I don't remember talking about anything about that. No, I think- anyway. No, weren't you talking about that was a Nintendo Switch and Brexit, right? Yeah. But you have talked about Sonos. Weren't you trying to buy one at something? You said you used that same excuse for the Switch that you did when you wanted to buy Sonos. Sonos or whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. I was never interested in buying one of those. I'm pretty sure you did. Anyway, you've got to flog the lot and stick with only one console. Which one do you pick and why? Uh, That's from Thomas. You've got to flog the lot and stick with one. Matt, you'd go with the Xbox One X, right? I'd definitely go Um, with that. I mean, all over it. No, no, I'll go PS4 because it's exclusives. Hmm. Well, no, because PS4, st- I still got, I still play four play gaming, uh, for 4K gaming, and I've got exclusives as well. So, but then Switch, ah, uh, I mean, I guess I go PS4. I mean, if it'd be I PS4 not- or Switch, like Xbox wouldn't get, a, a, wouldn't get, a, wouldn't get a shout at all. So it's weird you say that, right? Because I, um, I mean, if I wasn't including Harry's feelings in this, like, because obviously it would be the Switch. The real answer is the Switch. Not because of me, but because of Harry, right? But I think if it was just down to me, then it would be the Xbox because all of the people that I play with regularly, my favourite times is when our group are all just hammering a game, like every night just hammering a game, and um, they all play on Xbox. So, I mean, it's out of my hands. Uh, I've got to, I, I've got to get an Xbox. Yeah, that's what I'd have to do. Yeah, I would be happy about it. all those all those amazing exclusives. I would, I would, but then I'd also be missing out on some of my favourite bits of gaming, which is gaming with my mates. So what, what can I do? Like, I mean, I'd much rather miss out on the exclusives than not be part of that sort of 
you, you know what it's like, Matt. Like in launch week yeah, or whatever, where we play it every night. It's so much fun. Like it's so good. Every every like all through the day, you're getting texts about how we're going to be playing it till four in the morning. We never do, but that's that's what everyone says. <laughs> that's beside the point. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I've been playing Rocket League again again with that lot, and there's so much better than just playing on with Todd. So we get them a lot into Fortnite. No, we've we played it last night. Oh, did you play last night in the end? Yeah, yeah. Me, Chet, Nick, and Jay. Uh, but what did they didn't, think? It didn't go too well. It nah. did not go too well. Uh, but, you know, John wants to play it. I want to play it. So, yeah, let's try that. I reckon we should just do it for one season, like where we buy a season pass and just absolutely hammer it. A battle pass. Uh, That's the one. Yeah, I, mean, I, I played a bit tonight. Actually, it's still obviously amazing. It just looks so good as well. It looks so good. Do you think? I like Because I, if there's one thing I don't like about it, it's the art style. Yeah, I'm not no, so I, that. I mean more the fact that, like on the X you can do like up to 1440p so that's basically 2k so it looks I've got it upstairs in the office not downstairs on the TV I just, I, yeah and also it, they've really tightened up the graphics I think this year in the new season it's, it's much smarter I just think yeah it's just something about the art style that I don't like with that game um, yeah it doesn't I don't know well, yeah now I've got Celeste and Mario and other things off my plate I guess I've got the Balance Saga 2 to keep going through I'm going to go back into Fortnite I think I, I've missed it James, what's your answer? Uh, again, for me, it's also it's tough as well as you said because it would have to be the Switch because of like family stuff. Because my son would just be really upset if we didn't have that anymore. But I can't play um, like Yakuza on PS on the Switch, so probably the PS4. I'm not sure. There we go. Then next question. Okay, um, hi all. Have you ever had a choice to make in a video game that you fretted over for days or weeks, and or looked at a guide to see what the results would be? finished Banner Saga a few weeks ago but haven't started the second because I can't decide whether or not to stick with the choice I made at the end I love the game and eager to get it to the second um, but can't choose considering the consequences for the next game or character the game has a list of auto saves from key moments so it's easy to go back and change your decision which is handy but not the best thing for sticking by your choices I uh, love the show great to see Sean back he's not uh, I hope you can still get John on again as a guest sometime hopefully I think he will yeah John will come back on as a guest at some point um yeah, no, I, I have, and I mean, I've, I've said this since, you know, the Walking Dead games. Um, I don't go back and change my decisions because I'm very much like, what's the worst that can happen? You get a bad ending, right? That's the worst thing that can happen. But surely the decisions you've made, like, that's the whole point in playing these games. That if you get a bad decision, like, if you get a bad ending, that's the ending that that story and your choices does deserved and sometimes a bad ending is like like imagine a world where every film had a good ending like it's just not See, like, it don't really work does it yeah and that that is what i don't like really about the whole detroit thing you know with like all the multiple decisions and everything and like oh it's like oh you can go back and you can get all the different endings it's like for me it's always been like i want to know what my story is going to be you yeah, know, yeah like, totally and and it's like doing it again would feel like that's kind of negating the experience i had I, I yeah, I've like always it. been really comfortable with it. Just like telling myself, look, this is not every ending that has to be a good ending. And maybe that's not what he's talking about. What he's talking about is regretting a decision. But then if you've made that decision in that moment, like I've got to stick with it. I'm not I'm not one of these people that's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to reload a save and do something different. Like, I can't do that because I've made that decision in that moment. That's the point. And so that's why I stick with it. Yeah, I'm, uh, there's no way I would jump ahead and or look at a guide to see what the right decision is. It's just not, 
you know, that that takes the whole point out for me. Like, I don't understand why anyone would play it like that, but, you know, yeah, I've, I've always been the same. Like, it, it, Walking Dead games, and also, yeah, Banner Saga as well, re- more recently, you know, I, that, that, I, it's wanky to say, but that's that's my story, and whatever happens, happens. I'd rather just own that than go through and, oh, maybe I should change, you know. I mean, famously, I only had Ben at the end of The Walking Dead season one. That was funny. Actually, if um, there was ever a case for looking ahead and making sure you don't end up with a certain ending, that's probably I, it, I'm right? Definitely, I, I might look back and see what could have been, but I'll never look ahead because then surely that's just mad, mad spoilers of yeah, what's yeah. going to happen. So, totally. yeah, I mean, I, I don't remember ever actually looking back and saying, oh, what, what would have happened if I chose the other way? I just... That's my decision, and uh, yeah, I'm not going to reload the save because that isn't favourable. I just well, I'll just see what happens, really. But yeah, but the decision at the end of the balance target is massive, um, huge. I, I didn't spend weeks on it; I spent just minutes, of course. But yeah, and I've never spent like days or weeks on any decision. On this uh, maybe, I mean, not. I mean, probably like 15 minutes mostly. Uh, nothing I would say. Oh, I'm going to stop playing now and have a real think. I tend to start making my decision there and then. But the one at the end of the balance target is massive, and. Uh, Yes, it's a great end to the first game. Also, another point that I think is really important. I love it so much sitting down with a mate that's played the game and said, what did you do? And then what happened after that? Like, yeah, it's so, the fun, isn't it? Yeah, the I instantly like- don't go and watch YouTube and and uh, and like see what would have happened. I'd much rather just hear it from James's perspective. Like, what happened, what, what happened when you did this? Um, although saying that, I did do that for Detroit. So maybe, maybe uh, I've like as I was playing it, I was watching James's playthrough. But it wasn't as good. It would have been better if we had that conversation. So maybe I regret that to to some extent. All right. Okay. Hello, lads. I just wanted to take Hello. a minute to say thanks. I, I know there was a gushing email last week and it makes you all feel a bit funny. So I'll try to avoid echoing that too much. A couple of weeks ago, I broke my leg at work. Whilst this is far from ideal with the summer coming up, I took it as a good opportunity to play some games during the long, boring days. I finished uh, Bioshock Remastered, having never played it the first time round. Great game, by the way. And then picked up some reduced games based solely on your recommendations. Onrush and Yakuza 0. These games both scratch very different itches and have kept me relatively sane. Particularly in the first week, I mean, everything hurts and every minor task is a pain. James was also good enough to chat with me over Twitter on how to approach Yakuza, and it really helped. Come on, but that's Long's- a rarity as well. Bloody hell, you got him a talk. In fact, actually, that's probably the only way you talk to any of the listeners, right? If they go, oh, what do you think of Yakuza, James? You all know that shit. <laughs> that's not, that's not have fair. You got, have you got any Japanese porn games to recommend you? Yeah, <laughs> that is, is my list. outrageous. <laughs> outrageous. <laughs> Long story short, both games are bangers, so thanks for doing uh, what you do. Can Sean and Matt recommend any housebound games to pass the time around the sub-20pound mark? PS4 and I, and I like pretty much all games. Uh, that's from Stuart. To Matt, what have you got? I mean, I would say The Witness, if you haven't played that. Uh, Inside. Uh, the, God, those yeah. are the two games I thought about instantly. Or when yeah. you thought about some quick, some houseband games to pass the time. Yeah, the, 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 those are those are brilliant. But th- there's there's just so many. But those are the first two that came to mind, for sure. God, yeah, I can't think of better ones than that. I mean, what was on the, what was on the list of Game of the Year? Like, I mean, I suppose Wolfenstein 2... Is worth playing if you if you're into that sort of thing. Doom. I think there's, um, there's a massive PS4 sale at the moment on, on the PlayStation Store, and I think one of the Wolfenstein games is in that sale as yeah. well. See, it's hard to hard to know what to recommend without knowing what he's played. But if you've not played Doom, that's worth you know you get that for next to nothing now. Um, the one that came out what was that two years ago now? It was wasn't it? Yeah. Good. Thanks. What happened there? <laughs> 
Nothing. Um, I was, I was, uh, a car was going past. I was waiting for it to stop so I could. All right. Um, d- Doom. Yeah. The, 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 I mean, that is just an absolute banger of a game. Um, and perfect for that sort of thing. Short bursts of proper, cool arcade shooting action. Um, yeah. Why well, Freeze on the phone is a good game. I don't know if you've heard of that. That's good. It's a little puzzle game. Little numbers and that. James. Uh, I've played Yakuza Kiwami. There you go. There we go. <laughs> Play that one. Play more Yakuza. Yeah. I can't okay. wait for Shenmue. That's not far away now, is it? Oh, I don't care. End That's, of August. Uh, yes, you do, James. I don't. Yes, I ain't going to be watching it. I'm not. I refuse You're to discuss gonna it. You're so. going to be watching it. And you I'm know not, it. There's no way I'm going to do that. It's it's fine. You can James, just do what you want. you are absolutely 120% going to log on at some point to see what's going on. There's mm. no way you can keep away from that. Easy, I can. It's just you know, easy, I, I, I know, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, I know what That's you're going to say. That's true. Easy, you can. Yeah, yeah easy, you, you can. What am easy, I going to say? Easy, you can for you to say. Um, <laughs> what, James, what have you seen say? today's like Shenmue news? Obviously, they've hit like the ten, seven million pound Kickstarter uh, stretch goal thanks to like, slacker backers, and there's also a shot of gameplay. There was yeah, there's a single screenshot. <laughs> yeah. of- Does it look shit? It looks all right. It looks good. It's, yeah. uh, it's just know. one screenshot. You can't really say a lot. But um, yeah, like now apparently there's some advanced battle mode or advanced battle system oh, yeah. because they've hit the seven million pounds. There's a battle royale mode involved. James, what? So what am I going to say about it? I don't know. I just I know you're going to slag it off. So you know it's because it's, it, it's, it's so off, it'll so. be it'll be so easy for you to slag off because it's aged really badly. So obviously you're going to slag it off. Well, it's uh, a you bad know. game then, isn't it? All right, go on. Yeah. I'm sure you've all gone over it already, but Capone, I don't know whether he's always that high or whether he's like that generally or whether he adopts a persona for podcasting, either or great either or great podding as always. Question regarding something I don't think you've ever spoken Thanks. about on the pod. I could be wrong, though. Uh, World of Warcraft has been around for years, and with a new expansion, Battle for Azeroth, around the corner, I wondered if any of you gents have ventured into the MMO of all MMOs. Is there something keeping you away? Is it the sheer size of it a little scary? Does the pricing put you off? Uh, what would it take for you to get it installed? Uh, maybe an idea for Matt streaming again. Uh, that's from James Unwin. But yeah, well, I mean, no, nothing would make I mean, me play I mean, that I, game. My PC, my PC doesn't play. It isn't good enough for games, so I'll certainly not be doing. Oh, there, there, there was big news this week, I guess, that they've announced that every previous expansion, apart from the full forthcoming one, is now free and part of the subscription. And the only thing they go charged for is the most recent one that's coming soon. It's pretty big, isn't it? Yeah, I guess they've got to do something. I mean, this is just not my type of game, is it? It's not is mine it? either. I, I don't care about MMOs. I just, I've never really been it's, able to get into it. There's, the, there's nothing, you know, don't get offended by that. It's just, you know, we've all got areas of gaming that we're not into. Um, and uh, that's just one of mine. F- f- that's just one of mine. It's weird that none yeah, of us are. Uh, like, well, well, when I was like, when I was young and I had a PC, I think that was just before WoW came out and then I sort of stopped PC gaming. And then, but in the, in the, in the time since, people said, Matt, just promised me you would never play WoW. Uh, because I guess I assumed I would just be obsessed with it and never come out of my house. See, but, um, that's what I've always worried yeah, about. I've never tried an MMO. You know, it's that idea that, see, I like playing lots of different games and I've known so many people that end up playing those games and then just never play anything else. And that scares me. I don't like the idea of that. But I was like that with Destiny 1, to be fair. Mm. There was no time for anything else. You were pretty it bad was Destiny that, or nothing. Doesn't it, I, so I'd imagine Sean would have been into it. Because, I mean, he, he was... Well, I don't he was think he was, into, into Warframe, yeah? And no, so, yeah, but I don't think he got into Warcraft. 
I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he said in the past that he never really got into it. I played to trial at one point, very early on, and I was just like, nah, this ain't for me. Um, You know, it's just not for me. But, you know, whatever. If you plan it and you're enjoying it, then all all power to you. That's probably the most patronising thing I've ever said. Go on. Yeah. You accidentally raise enough t-shirt money to meet a joke Kickstarter stretch goal and find yourselves at EGX having to perform as take as a take that tribute. Who's who? Well. That's from Adam. I'm Barlow. Um because I'm the most talented. Then you've got who's the nerdiest one? I don't know who they all are. I've no who's idea. Who's the grumpy I mean, one? Mo- most of them have left now. It's just Mark, Gary and uh, um hang on, I know this one. Do, surely, surely, Robbie, um, Sean's Robbie because he's had a successful solo career. I mean, yep. never as good as the original, you know, that he sprouted from. Which, whatever he says, it's not that Dark Zero podcast he had. It's what was he? I can't even remember the name of it, but uh, uh, I think it was Dark Zero actually. Um, it, it was, Dark yeah, Zero. it was all about uh, Joy Pop when he when he joined them. Then you know, it took off. Uh, who's, uh, I would say James is, he's not, what was his name? Mark Orange. No, no, Jason, Jason Orange, Orange. Mark Owen. Mark Owen. Get with it. <gasps> Jesus. See, I guess you're Mark Owen then. I do also have a dolphin tattoo, so that works so out. And you're Jason Orange, but I can't make a connection, James. I don't uh, know. You can, you can break dance, can't you? Oh, no, I think that's Howard can break dance. Jason can play a guitar. He is pretty good at break dances, is our James Farley. We'll also, come to Jason EGX was and see it live. Was seeing Lulu at four point. So, do you fancy Lulu, James? Not particularly. <laughs> then you're Howard. <laughs> I just imagine him on a date with Lulu or whatever. Oh, do you want to go on a second date? Not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> No thanks, <laughs> but keep it wet. It the question <laughs> I think that was what it was. Yeah, <laughs> go on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tweets now. Uh, if you want to tweet us, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. Uh, Ricardo Police. Tom Doughty has said uh, Phil Spencer, Reggie, and Sean. Uh, uh, Sean Layden sleep with Mario or kill. Sleep with Mario or kill. No, Mario or kill. <laughs> Wait. So, say the names again. Phil Spencer. Reggie and Sean collaboration with third party partners Layden. Oh right, Actually, Layden's being killed. Yeah, definitely. Yes, that's that's nailed on. Uh, Reggie marry probably because he seems like a nice yeah, material. Totally. And I guess you have to go. You know, could have a suit with Phil Spencer. Yeah, you would though, wouldn't you? Out of the three of them, really? And also, he takes his t-shirts off. <laughs> oh yeah, out of, out of three, definitely. Keep him yeah, on. You go for the wild time. He's the fun one. Then you've got the serious, steady relationship guy, right, Reggie? Do you Reggie? think he's the fun one? I don't know if he is the fun oh, one. Oh, come I on. He's you, all look who he's up against. Yeah. Sure. So who's, who's, more, who's more fun out of the three of them? Reggie's had those like dolls Reg- made of him no and stuff. No way. You're saying Reggie's more fun? I don't know. I think he looks pretty... He's all right. It's pretty fun. Yeah, he's, oh, my body's he's ready, etc. Definitely no right. So you're going to... What's yours then, James? I don't know. I don't know because I hate these sort of questions. It's stupid. People answer them. Well, the listeners are. Yeah, so answer it. All right, all right. It's uh, what you said. There you go. 
Brilliant. So you argued Great. against our answer and then picked it anyway. Okay, Great. just switch Phil Spencer with Reggie. I right, agree okay, with you on so Sean Maiden. Okay, so you want to fuck Reggie? Reggie. You want to fuck the shit out of Reggie? Okay. Fancy Reggie. Oh God. Grab hold of Reggie's fucking cappy hat and fucking stick your dick in it. I get it. All right, chill out. Oh, oh. That was a bit much, Dave. Oh, it's all right. Go a bit far. Okay, Lou Belfort says, when David wakes up dripping wet all over from sleeping under the covers, why exactly does he find it preferable to sleeping on top of them? Well, because I said I like it. Why do you like being hot? I don't understand it's just, that. It's just, oh, I it really makes like you feel it. sick. Although I had a bit of a situation, I got too hot today. I, um, I, it was football, it was five-a-side, and four people dropped out, so we had six players on a five-a-side football pitch in the hottest day of the year. And uh, we lasted 45 minutes instead of the full hour. And I went all lightheaded at the end and I pissed myself a little bit. There's no joke there. That's what happened. Just a little bit. It was a little patch on my pants, but I have no idea why that happened other than maybe why I was too bad to pass out. Why did you reveal that? I'll just tell you what because happened. Because everything goes on the show. Thing. It is weird though, isn't it? Like, I mean... I think I was about to pass out, and maybe that's why it happened. It's only, it was only a little patch. It didn't go through the shorts, but it was like, I was kind of like, whoop, this little bit's come out then. I think I was genuinely about to pass out. So that's why that happened. Weird. But it was weird. That's and never so happened you, before. So your body said, look, if I pass out or pee myself, I'll do a little bit of pee. <laughs> Just let out a little bit of pee out, and then I stay a conscious. Bit, a little bit of pee out. Yeah, definitely. I was battered, like, honestly, all the way home, full aircon, got in the shower, like didn't even turn the hot tap on. It was just pure ice cold water coming out of that. It was ridiculous. It was like <laughs> it landed on my head. Yeah, that was too. That was stupid. Really, we should have just not played football. Yeah, that was silly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you just seen, but there's some breaking news. Hello, um, oh my God, James. What? James, the newsman. He's bringing yeah, it. Well, the trouble is, is, I don't know all the details yet. It's best be worth it. This is what this is. You know, Mister Shy Smile. You know, Shy from the uh, for the Discord is just. Message that me Just and Matt. tell us, James. Yeah, what, what is this? <laughs> well, so, apparently there's a new there's a new thing. This is Microsoft is working on a new Xbox streaming service called Scarlet Cloud, and uh, yeah, that's the uh, that's the thing. I, I but I've watched oh, the, video the thing yet, that so. they announced at the E3. Oh, I gotcha. Fucking hell, go okay. on. The thing that they announced yeah, at E3. It's called Scarlet Cloud well, because Scarlet's the codename for the new Xbox okay. console. All right. Okay, well, there's more There's more details on a video, um, but yeah. What, well, watch the video quickly and tell us. I'm not. It's five minutes long. I'm not, I want to go to bed. We'll, we'll wait. Dave and I will wait. No, I'm not doing that. If anyone's interested, you'll know about it by now anyway, so it's fine. It's got, he's got a point. He's got us there. Yeah. They will already know about it. Well, 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 I look forward to talking about it on the next week's show. Or not. Next question. That's it. Well done. Fucking hell. Okay, social bit. What's Follow that? Us on Twitter, Wait, what, why are you saying pod. that for, Matt? Just a bit of a wet, wet fart at the end, wasn't it? What's... No, it's fine. What's... It was a good question. What was a good no, question? No, the question was fine, but uh, don't, don't worry about it. Okay. Okay, right. We're playing at EGX. We're doing EGX on Saturday, twenty second September. Get your tickets now because I think they're selling like hot. If cakes. we fill the I room, know... James has got a break dance. No, I've said it. I've said it now, James. I've said it now. I've said it now. If you don't do it, it's false advertising. It's false advertising. It's false advertising if you don't do it. So you'll get sued. If we don't sell out the room, if the room isn't packed out, like every seat's filled, like if that happens, James is going to do a break dance in front of everyone. (laughs) New. 
Yes. <laughs> anyway, basically, go to EGX.net and you can get tickets for it. The early bird tickets, early door tickets, whatever they're called, they're sold you out. You don't need so them. Just, you don't need them, mate. Just go. Yeah, all you need is a day fine. ticket or afternoon ticket. We're on five till seven. Get a ticket and then watch us do whatever we're doing on stage. Whatever. I'm not sure what we're doing yet, but just watch us pub. do what we do on stage. Probably see Dan the pub afterwards. Yeah, they'll probably meet afterwards. Lovely. Who knows? But yeah, anyway, get your tickets. We're playing Saturday, 22nd of September. Get your tickets. We'll see you there. The show is obviously on every podcast service known to man. Of course, we've got a Discord. Go to bit.ly slash TG says Discord for that. And we love your Apple podcast reviews because they help us get the charts. So uh, yeah, the lives review, if you feel the need, if you've got time, if you haven't done so already, it takes very little time to do it. Uh, and that's about and it. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, thank you so much for living it. We will be back next week, and I will say it again, hopefully with a full crew. We'll see you next week. Have a lovely time with your lives until that point. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, bye. <laughs>